let's hear it. Good evening, everyone. It's me, Deplorable McAllister, a.k.a. Linda Paris. And you can see my snarky blog at DeplorableMcAllister.com. And you can see, and I hope it helps. Hi, Mr. Rosenstein, payment in full. And that's in the kill box. So I'm thinking Rosenstein uh, did the same thing. You know, he, he performed a duty. And uh, I'm also thinking, because it says on um, a chart uh, on one of these mega memes that if you didn't kill anyone, if no one died, that's the only way you're going to be able to make a deal, if, is if the only thing you did was take money. So I'm assuming that Mueller and Rosenstein didn't actually participate in any killings yeah. because they were given that. a chance. So it says payment in full. So when we go to goodbye, we go up here. It says think multiple meanings. Goodbye. So I was thinking that this means wow. goodbye, like a goodbye. He was a goodbye. B-U-Y. It says think multiple meanings. Goodbye. Oh. Oh, no. This unhinged. <laughs> Oh, no. This is just sad, you know? Uh, yeah, well, it didn't quite meet your specs, did it, it Mr. Is. Anonymous? Doesn't it seem like somebody's following these broadcasts? I'm doing all of it. Okay, let me shut up because they can't handle it. So this is the kind of thing that makes me mad. I just wouldn't even answer it. Satellite knockout forced new class tech it says online by who satellite knockout forced new classified technology online by who that's what we do it says well. controlled and that's in the kill box moment activated it's got 17 in the kill box again do you believe in coincidences no. do you believe your efforts here persuade people to it. stop the pursuit of truth and then in the kill box, it's got CA underscore J and a question mark. Now, I heard a couple people suggesting that this was a, no, I don't want cloud. <laughs> um, I wish that thing would go away. Do you believe your efforts here persuaded people to stop the pursuit of truth? CA underscore J. So maybe it's this person. There is a place for everyone. Q. Hopefully it ain't FEMA or Gitmo. Oh, no. That's really but this bad. right here, oh, no. think waves. Worldwide, question mark. Define unified. Satellite knockout forced new classified technology, and that's online, by who? We'll get it's to up it. to you whether you want to look at it or not. I'm not going to put that in somebody's face and do it that to somebody. Because you're not going to be able to unsee this. So, is that the real on that note, it's a meme. I thought it was real. statement as the world turns. Now, I know Agnes Nixon has a lot to do with this and this Maggie Haberman or whatever her name is. But, and they're tied up somehow in this. But... Honestly, it, it almost feels like they're trying to tell us that the earth is flat. That's, I don't know what, they're trying to tell us something about the world, the globe, the actual earth. 
And to me, my mind always goes to flat earth, you know, because it was in the Bible. But then we know they've also had their claws in the Bible. Right. So, it, but this as the world yeah, turns is hugely Dora, important. And it has a lot of meanings and we haven't figured out all of them yet. And then there's these photographs, which I'm not going to show you in this video. But you can go to my blog. The link is in the, the description. The name of the blog is right there. And I'll have a link to this video and I'll have a link to the photographs. Or these photographs right here. They have two. One of them is um, Newsweek magazine and Week, W-E-A-K. And then they have the Great Awakening magazine. Uh, so they, they all have interesting headlines and things. Okay, this is March 20th, 2018, March Madness. Public will know soon. So I'm taking this as we had March Madness, we had Red, Red October, we had April showers, but That's we were not privy to it unless we could de decipher a lot of that really complicated coding, but I still don't think we would have been privy to all of it. Greetings from Shell Beach, it's the end of the line. Come visit beautiful Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. And here we have it again as the world turns. The world is not how you view it as the world turns. We're really into it for a big shock, I think. And Mark Taylor, one of his prophecies, and he said that the that God said he was about to uh, release, was the word that was used, release a spirit of deception that was so deep and, and that had never been released upon the earth before, ever. Well, I didn't know what that meant. This was before all this started coming out about Hollywood and the fake news. This was before the, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, term, I'll say Illuminati trannies and trans investigations and all that stuff. It, it all started to kind of snowball the deceptions all at once. And it started to click into place. But it was only after he said that I remember I kept the audio of him saying that because I was trying to figure out what could he be talking about. So now we know they're eating, you know, human flesh. They're they're killing children. They're drinking the blood. They're doing all these things that we don't quite have a full. We have a picture, but we don't know, you know how complete that picture is. The world is not how you view it as the world turns. Why are trips allowed? Whiteless. So they're just... My stomach is turning just thinking about... What What do they eat on the holidays? When they talk about finger foods, whose fingers are they eating? I don't no. know. They're trying to figure out their habits. They're find, trying to figure out how they're connected. Who are they going to go see? Who are they asking for help? Already. What are they saying to each other? You know? That I'm Andrew sure that... Wrigley? <laughs> that was Andrew Wrigley. Allowing these creeps to get... Look at what she... What the hell is she going on under there? That's what he did on the record. She has a whole apparatus Stop. going on under there. Looks like she's five, ten months pregnant. Tell me. <laughs> I don't know. 
Why are they Access. eating it? Why are they eating people? Well, we know that, you know, they've been eating people for a long time. They're kind of like, why should we stop now? They're trying to eat as many people as they can before they go to Gitmo, wherever they, unless they're going through the poles and going to the new world. And if they're the only ones there because they killed everybody, who are they eating? Each other? Clones of each other? What's going on? News week. Learn, expand your thinking, think logically. Future unlocks past. And there's a key, but it seems to be going into someone's brain. Someone's brain. What is a map? Oh, yeah. Why is a map useful? What is a map? Why is a map useful? Think direction. Think full picture. Okay. Well, a map is a is a drawing or a a rendering. What is what does Hillary Clinton want for Christmas? No, it's not a joke. I'm seriously asking. Like, is it Huba? Is it? I don't know. Your first one that shows roads and avenues and paths to a destination. To a destination. Why is a map useful? Because you can map out the easiest course. The easiest course. Easiest way to get there. Think direction. Think full picture. What is a legend? A legend would be down at the bottom of the map. And on the legend, it would have little squares of color such as blue for water, green for parks and trees, brown, you know, brownish green for the, for, uh, sure. I'm just thinking about the trials. I'm just thinking about the trials. The stuff gonna come out that we never heard before. You're like, what are you talking, what kind of stuff? Like, you know, what if Obama's the first to break? And he starts, you know, telling us, that Michelle has to get in her Zena outfit and do like a midnight workout, right? You know, at midnight or whatever. And then she's, he's trying to get some or whatever. And she's like, no, I worked up a sweat. I'm funky. I'm hungry. I got to eat somebody. And then that's what he calls. That's what he calls for the hot dogs. I mean, I don't know. We don't know that yet. It's coming out. It's coming this Christmas. So that's what a legend is. It tells you how to read the map. It tells you. You mean it's not some uh, Mandela affected Elizabeth Taylor perfume we never sniffed before? Because that's probably what Feinstein wants. I bet she'd how like to find that. Why is a legend useful? Because it Maybe tells Hillary you how to it. read the map. When she wants to get in bed with Bill, she got to spray something on those colostomy pants. And does a map become a guide? When you're trying to get from one point to the other, you use, and you can't find your way, you use the map when you get oh. lost, when you don't know where you're going. Map provides picture. Crumbs dropped will soon paint the full picture. News unlocks the map. Build the map. Learn. So it says map provides the picture. 
the we for instance you know uh the pyramids saudi arabia the rothschilds and uh oh stop watching these people stop it you know news unlocks the map well that's a real caveat right there build the map and learn this board has more power and that's what bill says and he wakes up he's like who is this you're not a child is that anyone comprehends so i wanted to call this mima because it says red cross is corrupt and used as a piggyback future topic diseases created by families in power they're created the diseases that we have imagine if the 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 doorbell rings you know <laughs> and it's like in the middle of the night because different people open presents at different times you know and uh it's like who the heck is it they're up in chappaqua and uh it's actually chelsea answers the door because bill's not getting up anyway she goes it's your black son oh no wham oh no what does he want he wants to stay the night that's what santa brought him that our parents died from that our grandparents died from that our i can't eat him he's so damn old friends died from the diseases were created by families in power population nobody's ever too old though anyway <laughs> Chinese exhibit of uh, you know the one that's at South Street Seaport sometimes where it's like somebody that uh, like they have all these workers that like they, they took the skin off or whatever and then like they're looking at them and stuff like this is probably I don't know they, they think this stuff is art. It's not just simple blood drinking. It's not just simple. Maybe they don't like it dry like 
They're not into beef jerky or anything. You know, like that. human sacrifice and blood drinking and, you That's know, disgusting. your average everyday cannibalism. <laughs> These people, unbelievable. So, if you go up here, this is April showers, April 6, 2018. What is a cult? Epstein Island. So, there you have it right there. It's a cult. And it's the big cult, the one that they're, the world leaders are involved in. I can't see the picture. Now, you notice over here, what do we have over here? Egypt, Pharaoh. So what is a cult? Epstein Island. And this is obviously based in Egyptian bloodline. They're making bad down. blacks if people look bad. Why they only got to blame it on the blacks? Okay, maybe it's the white Egyptians that did that. I don't know. Was, uh, you know, he was trying to get all the tunnels. Why don't so, they delineate it when it's something bad? Then, then it's just, oh, Egyptians did it. No, which yeah. ones? Which ones did it? What is a cult? Well, Epstein Island is a cult. And it's a Babylonian cult. So that's pretty much what that says. And they worship Satan. Surprise. Holding a heart. And the road. See, our songs mean different things to them. We're thinking of, I give you my heart, belongs to you. They're thinking about eating it. Regifting it. Goes up to the temple. That's what they're thinking. So the only thing I could really song. find about it was an, the eagle holding arrows. And it says here, says the eagle holds arrows in animated movies and in old stories. The eagle is considered an enchanted bird in some cultures, being the animal that announces an important event. An eagle holding an arrow symbolizes the war for freedom, for freedom. And it was used commonly to picture the libertarian fight of people from the abusive ruling. So I'm not sure if this represents what their wishes were, what they were praying for, what they were sacrificing for, was for uh, our freedoms to be destroyed. If this represents the strong man, okay, Baal, the strong man. Or I did lie. Okay, well, Truman's going to make a noise. Yeah, we know. That's not me doing that. That's Truman the dog. Surface. They're sacrificing to Baal, the strong man who has a hold over the world. And they've been successful at this for, some people say, uh, hundreds of years. I say centuries. I say centuries. We don't know what the timeline is. No matter. They've been successful at this for a long time. They've held the world in bondage. So they're using this for that purpose. Why can't we pull an Oprah and do like a time's up or something? Being hearts or what up in there? Ugh. Who are the puppet masters? Have the puppet masters traveled to this island? You betcha. When, how often, and why? All the time, I bet. All the time, any time they ever wanted anything and coordinated some kind of evil sacrifice. They went here to pray to their gods and let them know they were gonna do it. 
and make their sacrifices and do whatever it is they do. I don't know what they do, but I guess we'll find out. And who's behind the whole thing. So I think this is a really interesting one. And here's another crazy interesting one. And I'm going to have to end on this because otherwise I'll never get this rendered. I'm but I'll, I'm going to pick this up tomorrow oh. and continue to go through these. Because these things are fascinating and they're putting together a lot of pieces. Good. Oh. Aut aut Autistic Cognizance Journal, February 23rd, 2018, Great Awakening. Now, first of all, the clock is right up here. Like the clock is running out. But of course, what I noticed the most is her, she's got a walnuts, you know, walnut sauce, walnut sauce in her head and you see here i think the eggs might represent her um abortion stance her sacrifice here, kids uh obviously she's a pedophile or he's a pedophile he's a pedophile. He. come on let's get real let's get real let's quit the charade okay he look at those ears yeah, he. going right to a point like the rest of them and here is, I don't know if this is something she owns or he owns. Here to stay. No, you're not. TikTok, little Ruth. Little Ruth. So I think this is a male, not even a, trying to really be a woman <laughs> too much. And uh, I think this is suggesting that she's big on the walnut sauce. And that they, they you see here, all these dolls with their skulls cracked open. And that's what they're doing, I think. I think they're getting this. They're eating this. For whatever reason, they're eating this. And here's another really interesting one. It's March 14th, 2018. And it's The Great Awakening, Volume 9. This is not about religions or party affiliation. Evil is everywhere. There are no drawn lines, no boundaries. Good versus evil. And it looks like there's an arc here or the globe or something. I don't know. It looks like there's a globe and then there's an archway and a doorway inside the globe. Oliver, what is what is And there's a demon face or something there. And then this looks like uh, good winds over evil here. And it says, the spirit cooking discovery is bigger than you know. Follow Marina. Marina Abramovich. Does anybody follow her? There's a her? reason. The word is conspiracy she putting, you know, was made. Is she putting, you know, oh, I'll be cooking here or there. And does anybody ever ask, who are you making tonight? No. It's the Kyla Powers Radio Hour. Hours, whatever. It's our time to get with one another or get next to you or listen to. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to things, uh, positive things next year. And 
if these military tribunals really come, that would just, ah, ah, that would be important, wouldn't it? Oh no, here we go, here we go. It's gonna be, it's gonna be unsealed. Oh no, my nose is gonna be unsealed. Oh no will begin in January. A secret meeting in Columbia, South Carolina has set plans in motion for what will finally be justice served to those who harm children and try to destroy our republic, while former President George H.W. Bush was quietly executed for his crimes what? in a plea deal. The truth is about to be unsealed. David Zublick here with Truth Hi, Unsealed, where you'll learn what they don't want you to know. We have breaking news. Truth Unsealed has learned exclusively that military tribunals for those involved in deep state actions against the Trump administration and those involved in child and adult human trafficking will begin taking place in January of 2019 in a secret conclave meeting on November the 28th, 2018. Members of several law enforcement agencies plus the military here in the United States, including NCIS, the FBI, the DOJ, the U.S. Marshals Service, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and many other high-ranking military officials met in Columbia, South Carolina to construct a plan for implementing these military tribunals, which will begin right after the first of the year. In addition, Truth Unsealed has also learned that former President George H. W. Bush, Bush 41, who had been indicted back on September the 10th of this year for crimes violating the RICO Act, including human trafficking, had... Oh, wait a second. Imagine if somebody called to tell them that, you know, they executed Hillary, and, like, it, the phone call is like this. Who this is? Who this is? Friday evening, November 30th, was an execution, part of a plea deal he reached to maintain his dignity and his legacy such as it is. In other words, George H.W. Bush was John McCain, because as you recall, John McCain was also recently executed, but his death made to appear as though he died of natural causes in order to maintain his legacy such as it is. This is a huge report. No one else is reporting this. 
We have it exclusively here on Truth Unsealed. Hold on to your hats, folks. This is big. And the truth is about to be unsealed. Are we getting closer to military tribunals, or are we patriots out of our minds and delusional? Well, if that's true, then the naysayers need to add Trump and the Q team to that delusion. Obviously, there are those that truly believe that either Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, James Comey, Loretta Lynch et al. did nothing wrong, or that Trump is not going to proceed against these criminals, and that even if he does, nothing will happen to Hillary. Well, Truth Unsealed has learned exclusively that backroom logistics planning by several levels of government at Columbia, South Carolina, were the planning stages for upcoming military tribunals which will commence in January of 2019. That analysis is based on the puzzle the Patriots continue to put together, but yet not complete. In order to get the picture of what seems very likely as a logistics meeting, a puzzle does not have to be finished to see what the picture is going to be. The puzzle continues, and more pieces are coming to light. President Trump's latest tweet of top treasonous criminals behind bars is a clear indication of what's coming. His latest tweets appear to be edging closer to criminal action against these deep state players. Q has confirmed many times the team's legitimacy and has mentioned tribunals coming. Former CIA case officer Robert Steele says the military tribunals are coming. Gitmo renovations are complete with 4,000 beds. For androids or for these reptilian people, that's what we need to know. How do we know if it's them really in there? How do we know if it's not a clone? We don't know. We don't know. You'll recall that to date, over 4,000 deep state pedophiles and child traffickers have been arrested and detained in top secret locations across the United States. Several chartered United Airlines flights into Gitmo one year ago were very suspicious. The military uses State Department contract airlines, such as Atlas Air and World Airways. Military sources say Gitmo will not be taking in Middle Eastern terrorists, and one comment suggested the renovations look more like a club med setting. Robert Steele says the renovations look like a courtyard by Marriott. Others say... Black people in jail don't get renovations? Why do they need it renovated? If, if it's not to accommodate, you know, people that are extra tall or extra green or got, you know, special beds that they sleep in or something, why do they get renovations? I don't understand it! 
there have already been a few tribunal hearings, and it's alleged that former Senator John McCain was sentenced to death for treason for providing weapons, missiles, and millions of dollars to Al-Qaeda and ISIS terrorists during a secret clandestine meeting in Syria on behalf of the deep state's CIA, Barack Obama, and Hillary Rodham Clinton. Then why didn't they make it public? Wouldn't that have been the best thing? If you wanted to stop this, if you wanted to bring people to justice, wouldn't you make that public? In addition, the McCain Institute was a front to launder money for child trafficking rings across the United States and around the globe. Q posted 31 days before McCain died, the date that McCain would die to the minute, with the post, every dog has its day. McCain died the day before the holiday, Dog Day. It's theorized his sentencing to death agreement would allow him to go out as a fake hero. He did. Thus, his family used his funeral as a major anti-Trump charade from beginning to end. McCain's time of death was reportedly at 428 Mountain Time on August 25th, exactly 31 days to the minute after the original Q post one of Trump's number one supporters. That's Lindsey Graham. Was Lindsey Graham pardoned by a tribunal? Then, on top of that, Lindsey Graham addressed questions to Brett Kavanaugh on live television about the legitimacy of a military tribunal as it applies to constitutional law. Why? Because the military tribunals for the top treasonous perps are coming, and they will be held in several locations. Among them, Columbia, South Carolina, where U.S. Army Fort Jackson is located. Oh, black people will have a siesta about that. And from where Lindsey Graham is a senator, plus underground facilities of abandoned office complexes and shuttered retail locations across the country which had been planned for use as FEMA camps built and manned with armed personnel under the direction of then usurper to the Oval Office, Barack Obama, along with military flights between these locations and Gitmo. Q says there are no coincidences, and how ironic would it be for the planned GOP Republican convention to be held in Columbia, South Carolina. What a backdrop that would be. Emotions are running high. But you know the new, new stuff by Celine Dion. Maybe that they should call that Gitmo wear. With the deep state knowing know what's coming and, and the Patriots wanting the perp walk now. Trump's latest tweets have stated basically that he will declassify and release the FISA documents if the Dems begin their impeachment investigations against him and his family, and that it will be big. 
He also added that he will release the documents at a time that is politically beneficial and decided not to release them now because by the time of the impeachment, it would be old news. That essentially means the declassified documents will be released at the last moment before a major event or shortly thereafter. Now, we all thought that it would happen before the midterms as an advantage tactic for both the House and the Senate. But as Q has pointed out, well in advance of the midterms, a 53-47 lead in the Senate would be the final outcome. Now, how did Q know that? The Senate was the cherry on top, and with a Dem-controlled House, it is still alleged that certain Dems will be wrapped up around December the 21st when DHS completes their voter fraud investigation and could easily turn the House over to the Republicans. Never interfere with an enemy that is self-destructing. Now, many of you are not going to like what I think would be a good strategy for the release of these declassified documents. What is it, David? We do know the release of... Isa and other revealing documents will destroy many deep state operatives, from Congress to the CIA and many in between. However, there are two countries resisting the release because it will implicate their intelligence agencies in child trafficking and pedophilia. The UK and Australia. There has to be a balance because it will also reveal CIA and now deceased George H.W. Bush's involvement in the JFK assassination and will open a can of worms about who and what was behind the 9-11 false flag, as well as the deep state pedophile ring involving the Bush and Clinton dynasties, according to political insiders. Therefore, there might be many exclusions. Unless the deep state goes full-scale anti-Trump, and all indicators point to that happening anyway, the question in everyone's mind should be, if the declassified documents could save this republic from a Democrat socialist taking the presidency in 2020 or 2024, wouldn't it make sense to hold off on the release of these documents until a time just before the 2020 election or a partial disclosure for 2020 and the final big one before 2024 to assure a Republican win in 2024. The drawback is if the Dems take power back in 2020 and or 2024. The ultimate goal should be to destroy the Democrat Party at any cost, and the tribunals will help. But if not done properly, it could backfire on this republic. No, President no. Trump has to move and plan cautiously, while at the same time remaining safe. As for the logistics meeting in Columbia, South Carolina, which took place on November the 28th, by several agencies, including military NCIS and the IRS, 
My sources inform me that if the plan was to discuss behind closed doors logistics for how to proceed with what would be bigger and more complicated than the Nuremberg trials, it would require these agencies to understand the complexity by designating the proper individuals from each agency tasked with compiling their cases as a joint effort for the prosecution to proceed in a military tribunal setting. Note, the U.S. Marshals Service attended the logistics meeting and are only tasked with going after fugitives and picking them up. And anything and everything would begin to happen with a deep state counterattack. Yes? Well, how about investigations concerning the Clinton Foundation and money laundering as detailed in Trump's National Emergency Executive Order signed into law in December of 2017? Is the IRS investigating inmates in prison? Why wasn't that meeting held in Washington, D.C. instead of Columbia, South Carolina? Why bring all these agencies together under the guise or ruse of an investigation against a couple of inmates creating apps to extort military personnel in a porn scheme? They're already in prison and adding additional charges. And time is very easy to do with less than what the logistics planning team could do. If they were in fact meeting behind closed doors about tribunals near the military prison and had no cover story for the media, the cat would be out of the bag for one and anything and everything would begin to happen with a deep state counterattack. Keeping the deep state criminals confused by fake news, but knowing what is probably happening forces them to not come out and tell the world in order to gain sympathy from the left. Plus, they would look like paranoid conspiracy theorists, which would be used against them. A prime example are the numerous false flag media reports, such as the Las Vegas massacre about a lone shooter, which is an absolute lie, and the many cover stories for 9-11 and others. What we do is provide an analysis of what it actually appears to be based on the puzzle scenario. We have many pieces of the puzzle, and the picture is looking obvious. Consider this. According to my sources, there is a large military prison in Fort Jackson, Columbia, South Carolina, and my sources just delivered supplies there and are planning to keep me updated. If Fort Jackson is to be used as a permanent or temporary facility for hundreds of top-level criminals being charged with treason, that is where they would be held, while Comey, Lynch, Mueller, Clinton, and Obama et al. would need to be at Gitmo in order to avoid a deep state takeover of a prison on U.S. land by an Antifa-generated civil war. My sources also tell me that the military tribunals will be shrouded in secrecy with no coverage by any mainstream media outlet allowed. The only access granted will be to alternative news media outlets of President Trump's choosing. 
The only exception will be the trial of former CIA director John Brennan, who recently indicated that President Trump should be removed from office by force. I'm told his trial will be public as well as his execution, which will be televised. Upon conviction, I'm told that execution will be immediate, with no opportunity for appeals. Death will be by hanging, and the bodies of all convicted will then be incinerated. All of this seems logical to me, but I could be very wrong and everything could fall apart, and if that were to happen, Trump does not get reelected. And we lose to a socialist communist. And that's when things get really nasty for America. Under the next socialist communist U.S. president, you'll have only two choices. Either give up your First and Second Amendment rights or plan to fight and possibly die. What's going on with the tribunals? It says on September 10th, 2018, George Herbert Walker Bush was indicted on money laundering, conspiracy to violate the Logan Act, human trafficking under RICO. Yeah, well, how come we're the only ones that know about it? There's a problem with that. I have a problem with that. He pled guilty in order to avoid a military tribunal. He died in order to avoid a military tribunal. Under an arrangement made with Trump, he was quietly executed November 30th. Who knew that on Thanksgiving? People would have been given thanks. Bush was allowed to die with dignity and legacy. You think he cares about a legacy? Upon signing his death warrant, President Trump was heard to say, May God have mercy on his soul. He didn't have a soul. What are you talking about? I don't know. For crimes against humanity, including human trafficking, and violations of the RICO Act, he reached a plea deal with authorities, with the Trump administration, that would allow him to maintain his dignity, his legacy. What dignity? If a black person ate somebody's kids, especially little white kids, they wouldn't be getting their, their a chance to die like this. They'd be dead already. They would have shot them. They would have sent people. I can't. I can't. I just can't. We brought you here in this report. Q is reporting that the Senate victory was the more important victory in the midterm elections of 2018 and that information which Donald Trump will be releasing at the right time the, All right. He'll release it at the right time. is for you to patronize one of our many fine sponsors. As a matter of fact, one of our biggest sponsors. It's My Patriot Supply. Now, if you'll watch this short video, we'll show you what we do bring you in the Bundle Plus of Reports and how you can get them by making a purchase from My Patriot Supply through one of my personal websites, preparewithdavid.com. Watch this.
children forced to be slaves for sexual gratification. Child sex slave. Lolita Express Airlines. Order a child for sex abuse, torture, and murder. Missing children. Murdered by the thousands. Far away from home. Far away from family. supply. And right now, my Patriot Supply is offering a special deal. A two-week emergency food supply oh, no. for $75. Right now, what? $75. Anybody got $75? <laughs> right now, get you... I think people spend $75 at Red Lobster, but they won't buy no humanity cases like a world... Cataclysm or something. <laughs> and adult trafficking here in the United States. We include with this bundle plus the complete dossier on the Bush pedophile dynasty. And we include the September the 10th, 2018 indictment of George Herbert Walker Bush, which resulted in his execution. I gotta see with my own eyeballs. I gotta hear it out of Wolf Blitzer's mouth because they're telling lies. We can't have two Americas, people. We can't have two Americas where one people know, you know, a secret this horrible and then the other half of America's like, what? What are you talking about? You're crazy. That's the problem that we're having. You, if he doesn't stop, if somebody doesn't stop the false propaganda, then it just makes all of this, it's like, it's like a fairy tale. We want to believe it, but I just, I just don't know. This is just, it's just unbelievable, that's all. 6849-888-579-6849 or go to prepare with david.com proceeds of every donation that we receive you'd think he'd be worried about people coming to his house <laughs> like if if there's no food you know david zublik got a bunch of food <laughs> you better hide where you living fibro you better try to seal it up <laughs> algae diabetes oh no you know what i'm saying so in other words four Zero two five pound. Anyway. Oh no, I can't resist it. <laughs> Kyla Powers Radio. Oh, oh, oh no. We gotta go into the next story now. No, we're not ready for the next story. 
You are free TV. Here we go. So, um, I might even be able to make them increase for their Christmas holiday spirit what they give away this month. I don't know yet, so I don't want to guarantee that. All right. Now. What's the big deal? Okay, I think what Q has reported in the last couple days is really huge. And last night we got some posts, or was it early this morning, with Q basically pointing to the articles talking about that on last Thursday, okay, um, we had the, the uh, we have 100 U.S. soldiers being deployed to Guantanamo Bay. Okay, Guantanamo Bay, um, we know got a recent $200 million upgrade by President Trump. And we also know that a lot, um, that part of those upgrades of, of the facility were to make it compatible for um, housing. Alien demonic housing. You gotta have some, some demon, I don't know, what do they spray on them? Garlic oil, holy Long -term water? Long-term elderly um, prisoners. Now, when you look at the baby boomers involved in the coup d'etat on our country, and you look at what's coming for a lot of those people that will be um, on trial for military tribunals, uh, then we could see this as being a very interesting thing. Now, 400 days deployment is the length of the deployment. I'll put links below for you to check that article out. And also, I want to point out that 400-day deployment, okay, also would be about the amount of time that Whitaker could be attorney general. Now, we know that per um, the uh, laws that went into effect on the executive order back in March, um, that, an acting, that an attorney general assigned by President Trump after another attorney general resigns, thank you, Jeff Sessions, for doing that favor, um, then we are able to have that appointed temporary AG um, for 210 days, but if the president sees fit, I think he can re-up that for another 210 days. And then that's the limit before another elected um, or appointed, um, you know, a, a uh, confirmed attorney general gets, you know, put in. So that brings us up, now that Whitaker's been in there a couple weeks, right, that brings us up to our 400-day deployment of these uh, 100 troops going to Gitmo. So very interesting there, folks. And... Uh, Q has also just been talking a lot, pointing back to all the times that President Trump has discussed treason um, constantly over the last few months, putting out the concept into the public uh, the brain space that treason is underway, that there is treason that we're having to deal with. And even though, you know, masses of people who only watch the um, mainstream media still won't, you know, have that ready at their, um, you know, won't believe that yet. Um, it is reaching more and more into the public, knowing this, that there is treason being committed up in high, very high levels of government. And, of course, um, you know, people cannot forget that George H.W. Bush's father, um, Prescott Bush, was involved in a huge a coup attempt back in the 30s, in 1933. We had the coup by the Wall Street banksters, the, the feds, uh, the federal uh, bankster elite, um, with Prescott Bush being central trying to um, uh, overthrow uh, uh, Roosevelt, okay? And there was a formal coup at that time. So this is all very interesting. Um, uh, we're, we'll talk about that again, and I'll get further into that to people that don't know, but um, 
you know, this is, um, this is all happening, right? It's the same people doing the same stuff. Because then, of course, George H.W. Bush tried to overthrow, uh, tried to, the coup um, by the assassination of Kennedy and the attempted assassination of, um, of uh, President Reagan and, of course, the current coup that we have been dealing with, um, with the attempted overthrow of the government here um, after the reign of Barack Obama. So, okay, moving forward. So I think that's a really big thing. And I think also what's really big um, is the um, Q, what Q has pointed to in these last posts as well about um, basically he outlined that there is a number of things coming up, right? We have Paul Ryan uh, exiting the House today. We have um, uh, Jeffrey Epstein starting a civil trial tomorrow, okay? A new Epstein trial coming to light. Now we know he was protected by Alex Acosta, who is the labor secretary under President Trump, okay? But he was a Miami-Dade um, attorney who very much protected Epstein, made a deal um, to, uh, you know, I'm sure, turn a uh, federal witness in order to get a very much lenient sentence, not even on the worst of his crimes, but based solely on the awful, awful, awful molestation of uh, numerous um, uh, uh, tweens, basically, and and you know there were there was dozens and dozens over 50 or so that they had on file, but he only got a couple uh, sentences of um, of uh, uh, you know soliciting for prostitution, soliciting a prostitute kind of thing. So anyway, um, his new trial starts tomorrow. This is very exciting um, to find out what's going to happen there. And then he's pointing out, you know, then we have Hoover on the 5th. But now we know, okay, they planned the release of George H. Walker's death to be um, for when it was so that they could declare this national day of mourning on the 5th. And, of course, now postpone the Hoover... Um, hearings, the congressional hearings, closing down Congress, which could become a larger shutting down of Congress. Now, this concerns me. Um, I'm feeling very, um, I feel really positive about the plan, but I'm also concerned because um, I'm not seeing in the queue here where it's saying, okay, what's happening now that they're shutting down um, the Congress um, and that they're uh, postponing Hoover's testimony, which is, of course, going to postpone Comey's testimony, Comey's testimony uh, possibly interfere with uh, Hillary Clinton's testimony, and it goes on from there. Now, if the Congress, plan, if they do a whole shutdown of Congress with, again, maybe Trump's, um, you know, new um, uh, uh, legislation that he put forth, there could be a big shutdown, and that's all coming under these um, current false flag attempts that are underway. So we have the murder of what looks like the murder of Admiral Scott uh, Stearney. And this happened um, uh, in the naval forces. He's commanding the forces that are located in Bahrain. And what we're hearing, uh, Robert David Steele was reporting that his sources tell him, and he's an ex-CIA uh, operative, that, um, that he was murdered for attempting to um, stop a, for attempting to interfere with a false flag that is planned where a, an Israeli naval ship was to pose as an Iranian, um, uh, uh, an Iranian um, military boat and that it was going to basically, you know, shoot on a, shoot on the naval vessel 
do some false flag, uh, you know, with the missiles, and that was going to, of course, get the United States into war with Iran. Now, we don't know, I don't know, I haven't seen proof one way or the other, if Sterney, Admiral Sterney was interfering um, to stop the false flag, or if he was going to be the one to cause the false flag, and, um, and that the other forces stopped him, we don't know. But this is how it's looking, because the plan, of course, is this World War III plan that they keep going on trying to find the ways to do it. And we have Theresa May, of course, giving $2 billion to Ukraine, okay, to uh, stage these false flags attacks with Russia um, in order to incite a NATO response there. And of course, the positioning of all the nuclear weapons, um, uh, the positioning of, of, um, of tactical nuclear weapons, it's all um, this game that's being put on the stage where we have the bankster uh, cabal trying to save face to keep this petrodollar going, to keep this keep their fiat currency going for as long as they can, and the World War III is the only way that they can keep doing that. And, and we'll see how it all shakes out, okay? Because Poroshenko, the, the puppet Ukrainian president, um, declared a state of emergency as a result of this fake uh, postured, um, uh, you know, illegal, what he did was, um, you know, where they had vessels come in through the Straits of uh, Kursk or whatever that is, that port there. And, um, you know, between the Crimea and Russia, and of course Russia has, you know, annexed Crimea. And so any, any vessels coming in and out on that sea, which is very, very shallow, are supposed to report to uh, just call in and say we're passing through um, to, to Russian forces. And those, those, um, those three boats didn't report. And so, you know, Russia sent out, um, you know, uh, vessels to say, hey, what are you doing? Why aren't you calling in? And then they um, purposely made it so that their tugboat they were traveling with, the, the Ukrainian tugboat, was hit okay, by a Russian vessel. But it was literally because the tugboat went in front of the, the Russian vessel at the last minute and it made itself get hit. So things escalated from there. And eventually there was some um, Russian uh, air uh, helicopters that came in. There was some firing on the Ukrainian ships. And several people were injured and taken into custody in Russia. We were told that President Trump used that as an excuse not to meet with President Putin. But it looks like those two had already met up in Paris um, back in earlier uh, in November and probably had already... So that's what he was doing. Okay, pretty busy buddies. ...their business then to know what was coming up and uh, what they're planning for um, op opposing this, this bankster, um, this deep state um, attack, this attempt at World War III. And so, or perhaps they did meet again in Argentina, and we don't know. However, um, that false flag with Poroshenko being given all this money, he then declared martial law on Ukraine when they haven't had martial law throughout the entire Ukrainian war um, with Russia that's been going on um, for years now. No martial law whatsoever the entire time, but now they are um, declared martial law, which could suspend the elections in a few months, which could keep Poroshenko, who is dismally unpopular, has like an 8% approval rate, could keep him in power. And of course, keeping him in power is keeping all of the deep state interests in power, such as, you know, the Kerrys, the Bidens, and all the other uh, oligarchs that have tons of money and control in a military industrial bankster complex out of Ukraine. 
So we're going to see what happens there. We're there. I believe that the um, that the Trump team is trying to uh, prevent the World War III false flags from happening, but there could be something even like a, a nuclear false flag. Um, there are all kinds of things could be happening soon. Q had pointed out recently that there was this seismic wave, and a lot of channels have been reporting on it. It's, basically was uh, recorded all over the world, and it looks like a wave, a seismic wave, okay. Of and I just wanted to tell you people that this is exactly, this is exactly what I was talking about when I had a, a segment the other day called The Age of Aquarius. Maybe it's becoming clearer to some of you that it's all about the waves, different types of waves the wave bearer, not literally water. And it's us coming to an understanding to know that that is what is being used and that's what's being implemented. It makes a difference. I hope it does, that people understand that. ...that has never been recorded before that began off the shores of uh, Madagascar and went all the way as far as Hawaii, basically circumvented the globe and rippled all the waters, all the oceans. And, but it wasn't felt anywhere on Earth by actual beings or humans. We didn't feel these seismic, um, these seismic uh, signals, but it happened. And what the Q um, team has been telling us is that, at that when that happened on 11-11, specifically, um, they waited until after the midterm elections okay, with all the fraud happening and everything else, to then install this new system, this new tech system went online during that seismic event. It was caused by um, uh, a, a technology we do not know yet what that is. I want to put out there that it most likely is connected to the quantum computing technology, which is not just about computing, but is um, very much, you know, of the particle acceleration, um, massive uses of what this, um, what things like CERN can do with their, uh, with their technology. And so, so we have Google connecting up with CERN. Um, you know, we have Eric Schmidt um, designing supposedly these types of uh, quantum computing systems in North uh, Korea. And what Q was saying was that at this time when there was this disruption, uh, they were able to put in place um, this new technology that basically in real time, uh, within is in seconds, can break through any uh, firewalls, any um, you know, uh, encryption, all of that is, becomes obsolete and that they have therefore um, yeah, successfully overridden the dominance of the quantum computing that um, others have developed so far. You know, people including China, and, um, and other uh, rogue elements, deep state elements. So it looks like, you know, they've got it all. They have all the information. Now that I believe that the quantum push that I've been talking about, there's a new quantum, what they're calling moonshot, changing all of the technology in this country to where the, um, all of the, uh, the universities, such as um, uh, University of Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh College, um, places where they're doing this uh, quantum computing um, technology are going to be going into massive public partner, uh, private, private public partnerships 
with companies, um, high-tech companies, okay? And we're gonna see the development using the universities just like we did after World War II with development of- The weaponizing of universities. Their weapons and the Manhattan Project teaming up with like uh, Bell Labs and, and uh, AT&T. We're gonna see these things happening um, en masse where the entire face of technology is changed into this quantum computing, um, you know, situation. And at this point, people, we get into a whole different reality about what this means, and, and I'm going to get there. I know I keep saying I'm going to talk more about quantum computing, but uh, there's so much going on in real time that I, I have to cover what's going on. So now, going back to George Bush and his death and, and why they announced it now to cause this, of course, I believe they did the same thing with Barbara Bush's death, right? Back in April, wasn't the same thing where they had a congressional shutdown, they, they pushed off... Um, uh, some of the decisions happening then back in April. And of course, one thing that's interesting, we have this people talking about um, the fact that, and Q referring to things to do with that, Comey had tweeted out back in mid-November, I think on the, north, the 14th, that his dog uh, had died, his dog Rusty or something, and that, um, and that basically that he, that he, was saying, you know, his dog was old, as old, he doesn't even know how old, but he was such a loyal old dog, and now he's dead, and um, we're so sad. And, and that is because um, uh, we have President Trump, I mean, excuse me, um, uh, uh, President uh, George H.W. Bush was back in the day, um, what was his name again? It was, um, uh, sorry about that, I got too many things going on here. Oh, he was called um, Gray Wolf. Basically, his, his name translated into, into Gray Wolf. And I'm sorry, I, I, you probably all supposedly meaning that, that President uh, Bush was already dead at that point. Now, folks, I'm wondering because we have back in July 21st, we had um, uh, George H.W. Bush's uh, cardiologist being shot um, while riding a bicycle, shot by another bicyclist and, and killed um, in Houston. And at that point, that's when I had thought that George H.W. was most likely dead and that they silenced his cardiologist uh, because they didn't want him to talk um, or that something had happened, something had happened with George H.W. at that point that was profound enough that they felt they had to shut this man up. His name was um, Mark Hoshnecht. Um, he uh, was shot outside the Houston, Texas Medical Center. And interestingly enough, he was, they had a lockdown on this area called the Bioscience Research Collaborative Center, okay, located at this Houston, Texas Medical Center, the Bioscience Research Collaborative Center. And I want to look further into that because I'm really intrigued, like, what are they doing in this Bioscience Research Collaborative Center? And they locked it down at the time that this guy was shot and had everybody hold in place. And what were they doing there? What were they taking in, putting out, you know, taking out, putting in, take, you know, collecting? What was going on there? You know, part of me wonders, was that the point where, you know, they, uh, you know, removed George H.W.'s consciousness and put it in a new body or his clone or something like that? And can I just reiterate... I don't consider it that, uh, you know, like that person is still alive. 
the consciousness is, but that person isn't experiencing. I, I don't see how they're selling that to people. You're still dead. Because we know they're working towards getting there, folks. That is the idea, right? They want to have your consciousness be transferable into your genetically created clone. And um, most likely they are already doing this to a certain degree. And that was my thought during that time in July, like, oh no, they've got them a new body, watch out, how awful. And we have to think about that because in ways, when they plan hundreds of years in advance, right? And you think of what they're doing now with um, really, really promoting the spread of the caliphate, really, really promoting um, Sharia law worldwide. That is what they're doing. And of course, everybody's fighting back. It's a huge battle. But that has been the deep state plan, and there's been a very huge coalition between Israel and Saudi Arabia um, to bring this into fruition. There's been a, um, you know, on the front, it looks like they're enemies, but they're not enemies at all. They're, they're absolutely, you know, two sides of the same hand. And you wonder now that we have um, it happening so intensely here in the United States, and we're, we're really literally having blasphemy laws upheld here in the United States. There was a man, an Iranian um, refugee, he left Iran because of how um, oppressive it was. He uh, left Islam, he became an ex-Muslim, and he became a Christian, and he became a pastor. And he was at the Mall of the Americas, okay, in Minnesota, where there's a giant Somali refugee population. And he uh, was talking with a friend, um, I guess criticizing Islam or something in a conversation, and mall cops, okay, like, like mall cops, okay, took him into custody, took him into custody in the mall, brought him to the mall cop headquarters, chained him literally to a desk and kept him there for hours and hours and hours, okay, interrogating him, denying him water and phone calls. This is mall cops for a man having a conversation, a private conversation with a friend in a mall in America criticizing Islam. Now this is how crazy it's getting folks and it's not just there. We, the reason Twitter is, is, is or rather they want you to hear that story so that you understand that that's how bad it's gonna get. Remember that they're planting fake stories but they're basically pre-programming you to tell you don't think you're gonna be in a mall talking this kind of talk because you know valerie jared got your phone tapped and she's about to go planet of the apes if you say anything I'm telling y'all waking up getting people like laura lumar off of twitter and everybody else um uh, matt bracken who tweeted a meme about the hijab um other women there's a woman in egypt i mean there's a woman in egypt right now who's going to be they're trying to put her in jail. She's a model or an actor. She's an actor from Egypt. They want to put her in jail for five years for wearing a dress that shows her legs, okay? And shows her legs in kind of a traditionally sexy way or whatever. And they want- I bet it's a man, but still, that's harsh. Put her in jail for five years, okay? And this is literally what they're bringing here when we hear about what happens literally. Are you women ready for that? The literal fashion police coming after you? In our own malls in this country. Can you imagine them coming on Halloween when these girls are dressed like, you know, night workers? What happens when you tweet something against but, Islam, Islamic, Islamicist, um, uh, radical Islam, 
and you are uh, then banned from All right, I'll believe it when the first person they arrest is Sarah Palin, because you know she's probably still talking trash. I want to see that first, and then I'll believe it. And that is because oh, no. it all is interconnected, folks, because we have the Saudis owning enormous amount of Twitter stock, uh, Sam, uh, Ben Salman himself owning enormous amount, and we have the, um, the laboratory for social machines out of MIT being run um, or advised primarily by um, Preeta, uh, uh, Preeta, gosh, what's her name? Preeta Bansal. And she was a former advisor to Obama. She is the lawyer from New York. She used to work for the, uh, the Attorney General in New York. Um, and then she, um, she was the one, she was the lawyer who worked, went to HBSC after uh, Comey when he was uh, on the advisory board and they got, HBSC is the giant money laundering bank that came out of China um, and it is literally guilty of massive money laundering, tons of things to do with the Clinton Foundation and other deep state players. They literally had a drive-through window where they would just like drop off tons and tons of cash. Um, and, and so Preeta Bansal was the lawyer who then worked, got placed into HBSC to clean up the mess. And she got them off, she got, um, she got them off enormously on huge fines, got them lowered, 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 lowered down. So she's a big time player for the deep state. So now she's on a, um, a, 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 you know, a, what do you call it? Like a social organization, a Soros-style social organization where um, she is uh, promoting the, the, um, the, it's basically like uh, um, for religious freedom, like it, it's, it has this weird wor wording and I will mention it last time, I've talked about it in other videos. So for one thing, she advises the social, the laboratory for social mach machines at MIT, which basically is how they create um, the math and the, um, uh, the algorithms necessary for doing this censorship, okay? And how to use that to control social engineering, how to control people and how to control elections, all of that. Um, but then they also have, um, they also have, uh, you know, ways that they're trying to develop how to foresee in the future for a kind of minority report, um, um, surveillance of people using Twitter. And so she then advises that, then works on this Freedom of Religion Task Force, which basically is a protecting Islam uh, task force, basically identifying people who are um, Islamophobic, um, anybody who um, it, you know, goes against the blasphemy laws. And um, she was the one who under Barack Obama was instructed to find candidates that were Asian, and um, uh, Muslim to become candidates in this past election who could be elected into office um, um, everywhere, recruiter. not just for the presidential cabinet or the government offices in, in, in DC, but for multiple offices across the country. And that's when now we see, look at who got elected, right? And look at all of the um, ex-intelligence um, uh, uh, people that went into office. Um, the list is enormous, and I hope I can follow up on that again. And I'm sorry for lack of detail on this last few things about her, but she is very central because right now, next week, we're going to have um, this coming up where 
in Marrakesh, Morocco, the UN Pact on Migration, right, is coming right on the heels of this Islamic Congress that is um, uh, basically, they're pushing this thing called um, uh, ensuring, ensuring a religious freedom worldwide, ensuring uh, global, global um, protection of Islam. And what that means is they're going for blasphemy laws worldwide, folks. It's coming. And this is the UN. The UN is doing it. And so this is the caliphate through operating... Well, what kills it is that they're talking about, oh, we want this secular government. We don't want religion. We don't want any religion. They do that to shut down Christians that are saying, look, this is satanic. And, or, uh, you know, this isn't what we believe in. To bring in their religion. So it is religious. It's just not, they just don't want Christianity or humanistic values. Let's wake it up on that, people. The UN. And when I go back to thinking of who George Bush would be getting his consciousness plopped into a new clone, um, I would think it would look like somebody who they're planning is going to be heading the new world order um, picture. And it's not pretty. It's where people's uh, behavior is massively controlled um, in the caliphate-like way, of course, to then become, uh, uh, you know, it, it'll then become worse than that, worse than we can even imagine. So I know I'm kind of going off in the weeds here, but um, I'm going to come back tomorrow with a lot more um, about these different subjects, and we're going to go from there. We've got an exciting bunch of news happening right now, and I see President, uh, Vice President Pence is just giving some remarks. I'm going to go listen to them now about somebody lying about something, and I know it's going to be great. So we knew that Monday we're supposed to get some good news, right? We heard that Hoover was going to be approached and that Monday we'd get some good news um, about some new developments in the, uh, the grand jury um, investigation um, that is coming out of uh, you know, the IG information getting all given to Hoover. So I'm gonna go, go listen to, to, to Vice President Pence. She's gonna go and so are we. <laughs> we're gonna end our broadcast with that. the holiday season y'all hope you're ready for 2019 We still got time. Tyler Powers Radio. A little off-topic thing I wanted to tell you is yesterday an, a fiber optic cable was broken or torn or severed here, but and both Juno and Sitka, everything was down as far as any kind of banking. Uh, charge cards, nothing would work. And cash was king in Juno and Sitka yesterday. And I, the only reason I want to reiterate that is because we talk about the cashless society. And so just one event like that can wipe out cashless. Had I not had a couple bucks in my pocket because banks were closed too, I wouldn't have been able to buy any food yesterday. So again, we just want to reiterate the vulnerability of cashless society. Now today, and I really hope that everybody listened to his full interview because he does have solutions. I might mention them right now. He's saying 
one landline your telephone okay watch i'm gonna show you something hold on bear with me okay you see this world this is a landline phone this is my phone and i love this phone okay so he he is recommending that everybody landline your phone at home turn off your routers in your home okay and you don't want baby monitors and these type of items. So he's saying at least to minimize the damage, uh, get rid of all wireless within your home. So if you're going to take that cell phone, and by the way, it includes mobile, home, mobile phones. Remember that they are constantly putting out a signal whether or not you're using that phone or not. So you want to get a landline for your home. Disconnect all routers in your home to protect all of you within and by the way, as a neighbor, your wireless bleeds into my home, even though I don't purchase any of any kind. I, wanna, I don't want to get too sidetracked here, but we're going to go into the history, and you need to understand. What I understood from his interview is that this is an extermination program. 5G is about exterminating all life on Earth all life on earth, our world, so that they can bring in the robots and transhumanism and they can kill us off, okay? So what we're gonna do is I'm gonna show you a little history, but let's start off again with these very critical information about what 5G does to the body. Here we go. Hi, my name's Kevin Modis. I'm with the California Brain Tumor Association, but actually collaborate with 10 other groups. Uh, one of the groups is emfscientist.org, emfscientist.org. That's 220 doctors and scientists from 39 countries who have looked at health effects from wireless radiation. And from their work and the work of others, we can clearly say that wireless radiation can cause cancer, neurological problems, immune system disorders, and reproductive harm. Okay, so reproductive harm. Now, did you catch the part where they're telling us that the schools are now the most dangerous place to be, literally? And these are the youngest, most vulnerable of our society. And it has to do with sterilizing them, but also affecting the brain function as well. I just wanted to point it out. Clearly, uh, our scientists, along with the other groups I work with, which are composed of people who are developing uh, wireless health effects um, from their various sources. For instance, people developing brain tumors from their cell phone and the radiation emits. Okay, and also for our children between age 13 and 29, brain cancer is the most prominent issue they're dealing with. Brain cancer people, come on. Uh, people developing neurological symptoms from the Wi-Fi, from school Wi-Fi. People developing neurological and cancerous health effects from simple smart meters. Smart meters being little wireless meters that are put on people's homes so that the people don't have to come by and read the meter themselves manually. So regardless of the source, and cell towers are the most powerful source of wireless radiation emissions, um, regardless of the source, the health effects can be the same. So what brings me here today is the rollout of 5G technology. And people need to understand that 5G technology is very different from 2G, 3G, and 4G that preceded it. And that is because the wireless radiation is using a higher frequency. Our current wireless technology uses about 1 gigahertz to 4 gigahertz. Um, this new 5G technology is ultra-high frequency, ultra-high intensity, and it's 24 gigahertz to 90 gigahertz. 
to put this in some type of perspective, 90 gigahertz is 90 billion electromagnetic waves per second hitting your body. We know people are already getting sick from the lower... Okay, so what, when I tell you that it's going to shatter the DNA, it is absolutely not an exaggeration. These are frequencies that we cannot handle. Okay, so now we're going to step back in time. Let's trace back who and where did this come from. Okay, let's start with this. Now, I'm not pinning this on Trump. That's not what this is about. But his uncle was giving, given the papers. Okay, so the connection between... Uh, Nikola Tesla and Donald Trump is his uncle. Uh, do we need another conspiracy theory involving the president? No, but this goes back to January 7th, 1943, the day Tesla died in the Hotel New Yorker in New York City. Two days later, the Federal Bureau of Investigation ordered the alien property custodian to seize Tesla's belongings, even though Tesla was an American citizen, Tesla's entire estate from the Hotel New Yorker and other New York City hotels was transported to the Manhattan Storage and Warehouse Company under the Office of Alien Property, OAP SEAL. John G. Trump, a professor at MIT and a well-known electrical engineer serving as a technical aide to the National Defense Research Committee, was called in to analyze the Tesla items in the OAP custody. Okay, so that's who got a hold of the files. And uh, let's see, John G. Trump is the late uncle of the current president-elect Donald Trump, and he died in 1985. But he had a known influence in 2016 on what voters thought of his new candidate. My father's brother was a brilliant man. We have very good genetics. It's just a comment. All right, so... Uh, would tell me many years ago about the power of weapons someday that the destructive force of these weapons would be so massive that it's going to be a scary world. Okay, so they knew ahead of time, and they do have the death ray. They were alleging about it. They have that. Okay, so basically, and I'll leave this link down below. We'll try to keep it streamlined. Now, where? Did those Tesla papers go, right? Where did they go? Into whose hands did they go? All right, let's take a look. They went into, voila, okay, first off, from robotic companies to wall climbing machines, the Israeli companies advancing robotics worldwide. They went into Israel's hands, the Rothschilds, okay? I just want you to know. Israel and India to develop 5G technology together. This is August 2013. Now, India and Israel have agreed to work jointly on development of fifth generation 5G telecommunicate technologies. However, Israel has the technology and innovation. India has the capital and market. Okay, so the technology went to Israel. We'll back that up. Let's do another one. Okay, let's take another look to prove to you, once again, Israel, India, team up to develop 5G. So who is exterminating the humans? Oh yes, I always get this. Who's exterminating the humans on this planet? Well, none other than the Babylonian Talmudic teaching bitches coming out of Israel. This includes Netanyahu. Okay, the Rothschilds, it includes Jared Kushner, he's part of this gang, 
okay? So anyway, Israel has the technology and innovation, India has the capital and market, all right? So that's who put 5G together. And let's see, shall I leave you with this just once again? I'm going to reiterate this message right here. Hold on. How are you? Good to see you. I missed you. Well, I missed you. Uh, it wasn't the same in the States. Okay, now when you understand the American Technology Council, okay? So Israel got Tesla's papers and files. That's who's putting out 5G. You can bet they're going to be not inundating, inundating themselves, just us. And here is Jared in charge of the American, American Technology Council under the American Innovation Office. Jared is in charge of 5G. Okay, get the connection. Uh, this is uh, an opportunity to pursue our common goals of uh, security, prosperity, and peace. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jared, I welcome you here in that spirit. I know of your efforts, the president's efforts. I look forward to working with you to achieve these common goals. Thank you. The president sends his best regards, and it's an honor to be here with you. Okay, so he's there to fulfill these goals, the American Technology Council. I don't know that I need to say more, but we will dissect the American Technology Council as well. You need to understand 5G is an extermination program of all citizens, all wildlife, and all animals of this planet. Every one of us will get cancer no one will survive it, but these bitches will protect themselves from these frequencies themselves, okay? All right, and we'll get back with the American Technology Council. I'm showing you the connection of everything who's assassinating us and killing our planet. Okay, talk to you later, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. did shine as the sun and his rain that was white as the night. Hey, what's up guys? Gons here for the Face Like the Sun channel. There's a book called Between Two Ages written by technocrat Zbigniew Brzezinski who just recently passed away. This was written in 1970 and here's what he said in it, quote, the changes wrought by communications and computers make for an extraordinarily interwoven society whose members are in continuous and close audiovisual contact constantly interacting, instantly sharing the most intense social experiences and prompted to increase personal involvement in even the most distant problems. A new generation no longer defines the world exclusively on the basis of reading, either of ideologically structured analysis or of extensive descriptions. It also experiences and senses it vicariously through audiovisual communications. A new reality, however, will not be that of a global village. A more appropriate analogy is that of the global city, a nervous, agitated, tense, and fragmented web of interdependent relations. That interdependence, however, is better characterized by interaction than by intimacy. Instant communications are already creating something akin to a global nervous system. Occasional malfunctions of this nervous system because of blackouts or breakdowns will be all the more unsettling precisely because the mutual confidence and reciprocally reinforcing stability that are characteristics of village intimacy will be absent from the process of that nervous interaction." End quote.
One of the things I said during the election of 2016 was that both sides of the aisle completely ignored the topic of transhumanism and the technological enslavement program. A big part of that plan is in the UN Sustainable Development Agenda. Now, President Trump has moved away from some of the elements here, primarily the TPP, which was the work of the traditional globalists, as well as the climate change deal, which again was part of the same old globalist elite. And many of us thought that that was a good thing. And truly, that is a good thing. But there are still concerns. With Trump having plans to make America great again, I'm trying to stay level and be cautious about what that means because it might inadvertently help other areas of the UN 2030 Sustainable Development Agenda to develop. And I'm specifically talking about this new rat race being played between nations, the one involving technological infrastructure that supports Web 3.0 with tools like 5G, more AI integration, the blockchain, and the internet of things really coming online. These developments will only help increase the power of already highly developed public technology like the Large Hadron Collider at CERN in Geneva, Switzerland, and the numerous particle accelerators around the world. And of course, we can't forget the Vatican, who owns the most sophisticated telescope, ironically, or perhaps not, named Lucifer. The world of politics is absolutely insane right now. The lunatic liberal left has been exposed as open fascists and political hypocrites. The alt-right is being drawn into the drumbeats of civil war as a reactionary stance against the illogical baiting of the lunatic left. But between the transmission from Infowars and MSM storylines that distract us to no end are the continued developments of the real New World Order. A big part of this ministry has been a warning of what's coming. It's being touted as the fourth industrial revolution. And like the life cycle of a butterfly from egg to caterpillar to chrysalis, and finally the fourth transition into a beautiful butterfly. This stage of the technological revolution is poised to be a deal breaker for many of us. Now, let me be clear. Technology itself is not evil or good, but the intention of those constructing it all around us. I'm sorry that we had to take a break right there. We're back on industrial revolution. And like the life cycle of a butterfly from egg to caterpillar to chrysalis and finally the fourth transition into a beautiful butterfly. This stage of the technological revolution is poised to be a deal breaker for many of us. Now let me be clear, technology itself is not evil or good, but the intention of those constructing it all around us don't have our best interest in mind. This technological infrastructure for a global currency, massive surveillance, internet of things, quantum computing, artificial intelligence, DNA databases, smart dust, smart cities, nanobots, bioengineering, virtual and augmented realities, implantable technologies, and much, much more are going to be extremely invasive. On September 23, 2015, the first Jesuit Pope stood in front of the United Nations in New York to announce Agenda 2030 for the United States. Within the publicly available documents of the UN 2030 Agenda were the bare facts about the human enslavement program written in positive socialistic appeal. But as usual, it's not always what they tell us, but what they don't tell us that drives forward our enslavement. A year later, on September 23, 2016, 
Nothing noteworthy happened except for NASA, never a straight answer, publishing this nonsense propaganda about Mars. While it will be years before the first astronauts go to Mars, a new exhibit at the Kennedy Space Center Visitor Complex in Florida can take you on a virtual field trip there now. Apollo 11 astronaut Buzz Aldrin helped introduce Destination Mars, a mixed reality experience designed by NASA's Jet Propulsion Laboratory and Microsoft HoloLens, a fully self-contained holographic computer. The limited time exhibit, which uses real imagery taken by NASA's Mars Curiosity rover and enables users to explore the Mars. We can't even deal with your brain cancer. I'm more specifically in children. The I'm concerned about the citizens of this county, the little kids that may be exposed to even low frequency or a short term exposure versus a long term exposure. I think the county has a responsibility to get the correct ruling on this. Even the FCC is not a health agency. Keep that in mind. Read the. FCC is not a health agency. FCC has fought over the EPA. EPA has not ruled into this. I know it. I work for the EPA. Go to the, uh, the uh, websites of the all different federal agencies. There is equivalent data. The data is not clear. However, there are some positive studies and negative studies. I would urge, for the sake of this county's safety and health safety, county has to be responsible for making sure that there are no long-term effects of these frequencies on kids. Just, just one point, uh, the FCC is not a health agency, but it is a federal agency. Uh, and, 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 and the, the, problem, the problem for the county is that we are preempted. Uh, as much as we would like to or, or not uh, concern with that problem, uh, we just cannot. Uh, the answer lies in changing the law of Congress. We can do lots of things within regulating it, but not on the basis of health. I just want to briefly first preface this by saying to our council members, to our county employees who are paid by us to represent us, we've got a lot of angry, concerned people here, and the attitude we see from you is, oh, well, it's just business as usual, there's nothing we can do. Can you please exhibit some concern? Look at the concern here. Look at all the emails you've been getting. Look at the explosion of concern about this. We'd like to see it from you and not this laid-back attitude. I actually have a couple of questions. You know, when we want to do something, it seems like the EPA can come in and stop us from having anything done because of health issues. This gentleman over here who works for the EPA is saying there is a possible health risk. Why aren't we going back to our council, you know, our congressmen and our senators and saying, look, if the APA is saying that there's a problem here, they stop everything else, why aren't our county counselors going to the EPA and saying, hold up, why can't we do a health assessment here and find out what the real health risks are to our children? See another question over here? They clap, but nothing happened, y'all. We're listening to this, but none of you are going to do anything. And you're all thinking, you know, somebody's doing something. Who? Is Trump talking about this? Hey, what's up, guys? Guns. I don't see him talking about it. Phenomenon. UAP or UFOs. No matter what the pedophiles do, 5G is still going to do its damage. Y'all better wake it up. The team includes a 25-year veteran of the CIA's Directorate of Operations, a Lockheed Martin Program Director for Advanced Systems at Skunk Works, and a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. So high-level people are a part of this organization called 
to the STARS Academy of Arts and Science. And what is it? It is a public benefit corporation which will advance research in unexplained phenomena and develop related technologies. And it establishes three synergistic divisions, science, aerospace, and entertainment. And they quote Tom DeLong, the CEO of this company. We believe there are discoveries within our reach that will revolutionize the human experience. Now we've tracked Tom DeLong before in his interest in UFOs, his clear connection to Freemasonry. And the article goes on to talk about DeLong's relationship with some of these high-level military intelligence officers, which interestingly were revealed in some of the WikiLeaks documents in the last year. And so here's a couple things to point out from the article. One of the members at the most recent meeting for this was Luis Elizondo, who, according to this article, ran an important program at the DOD. He was the senior career intelligence officer whose experience includes working with the U.S. Army, the Department of Defense, the National Counterintelligence Executive, and the Director of National Intelligence. It says he served as the director for the National Program's special management staff in the office of the Secretary of Defense. He is also the former director of programs to investigate UATs for the office of the Secretary of Defense. Quote, Lou will architect partnerships with some very sensitive places to help protect us and the technology involved so we may achieve for you the extraordinary, DeLong said at today's event. Now, I find this all very fascinating. Think about the timing of this rollout here. We have all this stuff going on with the hurricanes and the weather, the earthquakes, the fires. But if we step back and look back about two years, I made some videos talking about Hillary Clinton, Tom DeLong, talking about UFOs, the whole secret space program thing where I actually wrote a book about it and never published it. And I'll get to that in a moment because something interesting popped up in the last couple weeks that... I want to share with you as part of this. But one thing to point out is that the name that kept popping up was John Podesta. And John Podesta's name was tied to UFO stuff for years. And his interest in UFOs is definitely clear. Is he one of the people talking to Tom DeLong? I find it fascinating that those names became highly politically charged scapegoats, especially Podesta, given the whole Pizzagate thing blowing wide open, especially with the community of people looking for the truth where the people in the public just accept that this guy is just a normal guy, oh, he's getting attacked by fake news and all this nonsense. And certainly the connection to the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton and her ties to the Rockefeller ranch and you know reading about UFOs and all this stuff, it's all very interesting. And if you think about presidents and their public appearances, what's the big question they always ask? What about UFOs? What about Area 51? What about Roswell? the classified files on the ufos because <laughs> i want to know i want to know what has been going on did you do that sort of sort of <laughs> so first i had people go look at the records on area 51 to make sure there was no alien down there if you saw that there were aliens there would you tell us yeah you would <laughs> oh, yeah. so is there really a book of secrets that's a secret what would, what would be in the book of secrets? If aliens are real. Yeah, well, the, the truth is, Macy, we, we, we haven't actually made direct contact with aliens oh, God, yet. The aliens won't let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> we reveal all their secrets. <laughs> and they, they, they exercise strict control over us. Did you look? Did you see? Did you explore? I, I, I can't reveal anything. Oh, really? 
because President Clinton said he did go right in and he did check and there was nothing. Well, you know, that's, that's what we're instructed to say. <laughs> did you go through the secret files, the UFO documents? Would you be allowed to tell your daughters what was in those files? Uh, no. You would not? No. Now that you're out of office, you can do anything you want, right? True. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not telling. You're not telling. <laughs> you're not telling me what? Are you not telling me that you looked at them? I'm not telling you nothing. <laughs> and you never write about them? No. Maybe at a time in your life when no. you're like, oh, I'm 90, I'm going to do it. No. No, nothing. Well, I'm oh. going to... I'm gonna do it again. Uh, yeah, why not? Right? And, and you know, there's a new name. It's Unexplained Aerial Phenomenon. Well, if there is something there, unless it's a you know, threat to national security, I think we ought to um, share it with the public. Well, what if everybody's all hopped up on medical marijuana and everything gets paranoid? But isn't it interesting that with this Trump presidency, the topic of UFOs is bizarrely silent? No talk about UFOs or aliens or Area 51 or, hey, now that you're the president, can you look into this stuff? That question, I don't think, has been asked. Maybe it has somewhere. I haven't dug around really to look for it. But very interesting that it's so quiet on that front. But there might be a reason why. And this is all just speculation at this point, but I find it fascinating. Now, as soon as Trump was sworn into office back in January, InfoWars and Alex Jones started pumping out this idea that... Trump is going to release secret technology, suppressed technology. He's going to release it for the masses. Because their world government was admittedly about austerity and starving people and eugenics and anti-human and was a breakaway civilization where they steal all the treasure of humanity and give it to themselves, not us. Now, here's how Trump's going to beat them. And they know this, and it's why they're so scared. The United States is going to end up dominating the planet out of this, but not out of military force and not out of coercion, not out of dirty trick squads but off of turning on the engine of liberty and deploying the incredibly advanced technologies that DARPA and our top scientists and others have developed and that have also been stolen from everybody else that were meant to be farmed out to select global corporations to destroy the nation state. Trump is planning on distributing these technologies fairly to everyone, but having the United States have the key dominant role because we built it all. The UK, Germany, the US, you want to get down to it, like 90% of it, everything, okay? And in France, others were involved, but just if you got the main engine of innovation, and the Japanese and Chinese have a lot too, but nobody can deny the well, internet, all of it, atomic me. weapons, it just goes on and on. We're the leaders. And instead of this all being shelved as disruptive technology, Trump is preparing to roll it out. Now, they're desperate because they're going to kill tyranny with prosperity. Interesting verbiage there, right? And if we look at a couple pieces of data that go back to the whole storyline of the secret space program in the 20th century, we see Trump's name come up in two key places that suggest some sort of connection to secret technology. And maybe this is really the war between two factions going after or trying to establish or recreate or reverse engineer or whatever this level of technology. Now, a friend and colleague, Stan Deo, who's been really on top of this kind of research and has experienced quite a bit in his life. As soon as Trump was elected, he sent me this link to this video, which now has 9,000 views, but at the time it only had a couple hundred. And it was talking about Professor John Trump. Let me play the video for you. It says here, Professor Emeritus John George Trump, 1907 to 1985, American electrical engineer, inventor, and physicist. 
Note, Professor Trump was President Donald Trump's brilliant uncle, whom he loved and still admires greatly. And there's Stan Dale to the right there. This is 1982 in Boston. Dr. John Trump interviewed by Stan Dale. In 1982, I, this is Stan Dale talking, interviewed Professor John G. Trump in Boston while filming a documentary on the life of Nikola Tesla. Professor Trump told me he was called in by the FBI to examine all the papers left behind by Tesla in his hotel New York room, number 3327, and in the hotel safe. Interesting, 33 and 27. Interesting that 33 is obviously the Masonic number there, 27 equals 9, which 9 itself seems to be the number that unlocks this sort of free energy because it collapses in on itself. Any multiple of 9 always adds back up to 9 if you add the integers. Here's the Tesla room, 3327. Tesla left a parcel wrapped in brown paper in the safe downstairs with the hotel staff. It was surely against the back rent he owed the hotel. Tesla told the staff, quote, do not open this parcel. It contains the secret to a super weapon. Fearing they may trigger a booby trap, the FBI asked Professor Trump to open the parcel. Professor Trump told me that FBI agents hid behind the marble pillars in the lobby while he stood alone at the counter with the suspicious parcel in front of him. Professor Trump had a twinkle in his eye and a wry smile as he told me about those brave FBI agents. Professor Trump said the parcel was wrapped in brown paper tied with twine. He looked for trip wires. After finding none and feeling no raised areas under the paper, he decided to cut the string. Next, he gently slipped a knife under a flap in the paper and removed the paper to find a beautifully finished wooden box with brass latches. Again, he looked for any trip wires around the lid before he decided to lift the lid slowly. As he did, a device was revealed. It was a decade resistance box used to measure electrical capacitance, inductance, and resistance. It used a binary method developed by Sir Charles Wheatstone to match unknown values against known values. A method known as the Playfair cipher was also used by the British and Australians in both World War I and World War II to pass coded messages. Professor Trump looked for any messages or diagrams that might be designs for a superweapon, but found none. He breathed a sigh of relief and told the FBI agents they could safely approach. Then I told Professor Trump I knew what the missing message was. Tesla left the function of the decade resistance box in his message. Its function pointed to Tesla's method of extracting electrical energy from the upper atmosphere. Tesla knew that by matching impedances between an insulated antenna and the atmosphere, one can draw limitless energy directly from the sun using vibrations in the atmosphere from the solar wind, discovered in 1859 by British astronomer Richard Carrington. Professor Trump told me about his research into high-voltage capacitors and how the atmosphere was a dielectric medium between the ionosphere and the surface of Earth. He told me how much physical force manifested in the atmosphere between the varying high voltages of the ionosphere and the Earth's surface. I realized as the charged particles of solar wind strike the upper atmosphere, they create shock waves in the atmosphere which can be siphoned off and used as a clean, limitless, renewable energy source. Thank you, Professor John G. Trump and Nikola Tesla. And it goes into a device that Stan Dale actually patented back in 2007 based on this technology and information. Now that makes me wonder, in light of all this geoengineering, weapons engineering, North Korea, the EMP threat, everything else, it's really interesting that John G. Trump, a relative of Donald Trump, 
had access to this stuff. And obviously for people looking at this, it's not anything new. This has been sort of put out there in the world of conspiracy analysts and things like that. So again, nothing new, nothing crazy. But the other part of it that's really interesting is the potential connection of Trump to even further back to the airship mysteries. Now, I was listening to the episode with Walter Bosley, Trump, Tesla, Secret Spaceship, and NIMSA, and he actually touched on something that I wrote about in the book that's not published a couple years ago. Actually, in 2014 now. Crazy. It's been three years. And that's about the whole airship mysteries. Here's an actual copy of the book, guys. I mean, it's not edited. It's not finished, but here it is. And if you do a word search for Del Shaw, here it is, the Del Shaw design. And I talk about this interesting person named Del Shaw who made some paintings of airships. He was part of the Sonora Aero Club, which was a secretive group out of California that claimed to have been responsible for the creation of arrows or flying machines. And he had a notebook, which he worked on tirelessly for the last 20 years of his life, where he drew and recorded in code and bad English and German with watercolor and everything else, depictions of the vehicles that he worked on while he was with the Sonora Aero Club, where he claims that he joyfully ruled the skies over the gold rush of California. And I wrote back then, historians have been able to trace most of the whereabouts of Del Shaw from his immigration into the United States, his occupation, his marriage, and his death. But there seems to be a gap between the years of 1856 and 1861. These are the years that Del Shaw claims were responsible for his aerial exploits. So here's why I had to go back and look at what I wrote back in 2014, because what the Walter Bosley episode on Higher Side Chats reminded me of was that, let me just quote what I wrote here, pages from the notebook have now become a collector's item for art enthusiasts worldwide. His illustrations contained nearly 100 different designs of aero crafts with very interesting names from Aero Mayo, Aero Trump, Aero Schnabel, Aero Mary, and even Aero Jordan. Now let me show you some of these paintings. Here's one of them where you see the Trump on the bottom right. And here's another one where you clearly see Aero Trump, which interestingly, all of these have Houston, Texas as the location where I think these were drawn, which again is very interesting given Hurricane Harvey and what it did with the devastation. And then this one is probably the most bold, where you have Trump written clearly right there in the red, white, blue striped banner, written in yellow. Some people have said this doesn't look like a flying craft, it's more like a bus or something, which is possible. Some of those designs did have more of a car shape, but again, they were considered flying machines, and that's what Del Shaw was drawing. So a couple questions to wrap up this video. One. What's up with all this Trump history? Is there more going on to the Trump family line than we are told? And that rabbit hole really leads to a lot of different questions when you start thinking about rabbis in Israel talking about the Messiah is near when Trump was elected. Trump saying he's gonna figure out Israel and create peace in the Middle East. The concepts of royal Israeli bloodline coming through Europe as part of the narrative to present the Antichrist as the Bible suggests, claiming to be the long-awaited Jewish Messiah. And as a counterpoint to this whole rabbit trail, why is the Trump presidency so quiet on the topic of UFOs, aliens, and that whole thing, whereas previous presidents have all talked about this issue 
at the popular cultural level. And then the comparison of Trump to Reagan and all of his exploits politically. Remember, Reagan was the one who talked about the world would unify if we knew there was an outside threat, blah, blah, blah. This world from some other species from another planet outside in the universe. Well, do you remember Mikhail Gorbachev's response at the time? He said in Geneva, which is where CERN is, interestingly, that this incredible proposition is too early to worry about. Maybe Reagan jumped the gun on some sort of plot or agenda, where Trump is now at the helm to be the face, the leader, if you will, when this sort of change, this technological change, happens societally. And how is it going to be used as part of the alien deception, perhaps a Project Blue Beam? All these elements start to surface as we look at this. And so, again, lots of questions, obviously. But I want to leave the question to you. What do you think is actually going on here? What's up with Trump's lineage? What's up with the silence over the UFO topic in this presidency so far? Is there something crazy being planned, perhaps as a response to some sort of natural disaster? The questions go on and on and on. Again, let me know what you think in the comments section. Thanks for checking this out, guys. We're talking about transhumanism, and I'm saying, how do you know that whoever it is put whatever it is in your body? How do you know if they're already controlling people with 5G and the nanites and suggesting what karaoke songs that they choose? How do you know that next they're not telling you who to vote, not telling you who to like, not telling you which, which celebrity to follow, not saying, oh, look. White Jesus might not be white Jesus, but you're like, oh, my brain is telling me, God, that look a lot like white Jesus. Is that him? Suppose, you know, they're like, you know, we want this person to be a slave and do X, Y, Z. You be my sex slave every day, all day. I mean, you people that are going along with transhumanism, you really have some blind trust. You don't even know who you're trusting. You don't know. This wasn't any kind of democratically, uh, democratic process where people voted for how something would be done or what the rules are. If there are any regulations, this is completely unregulated. What they're doing with clones and all this kind of stuff, they're doing it from what I understand, like on ships that are not necessarily uh, subject to laws of any particular nation or state or country. And so they could do they could do whatever they want. They are sovereign to themselves. You're giving up control. And if you say, oh well it's over anyway, so I might as well just okay, well then know that then that, that that's your answer. Know that know that you decided that. I see a lot of people talking about how bad things are, but not many people talking about solutions. What can we do right now that has nothing to do with Q drops, that has nothing to do with Donald Trump? What can the citizen, how can the citizens of the world react to globalism that would be effective enough to stop it? Until you start talking about that and coming up with some ideas that are firm then all of the rest is just uh fairy tales here q posted craziness yesterday we'll start with 2505 to the person he says who leaked 
Hoover, Clinton Foundation, whistleblower, do not reveal more. Monday, Q. Oh. That was just a part of the interview that we saw, uh, the intro with Hannity and Sarah Carter and the other gentleman. Um, something big is happening Monday, guys. The week of D5, right? Uh, in response, to all those who doubted Sessions and Hoover, you will all pay the price very soon. So it sounds like a threat. Um, and uh, I'm digging every second of it. I hope you are too. 2507, first and only leak public referencing Hoover activities. No further details should be released. Warning, pain coming. So basically saying, you know, there's information out there. To these whistleblowers, please no more uh, to be leaked to the public. Uh, this is a slow drip. I believe this. Is, we're about to end out 2018 uh, on another level, guys. What we've been patiently waiting for for 12, over 12 months, right? So we've got to just be patient and enjoy the show, right? Um, right here, we see a, this is a Q post 2508. Um, it says the experts, but Sessions should appoint a second uh, Supreme Court uh, or special counsel in D.C., a.k.a. the corrupt swamp. But Sessions should appoint a second uh, special counsel in D.C., a.k.a. the corrupt swamp team of less than 20. Typically a wait two to four years. Take a gamble. But Sessions should appoint a second uh a second special counsel in D.C., a.k.a. the corrupt swamp, because the, unlike the Clinton email corrupt case, as demonstrated by the FBI and DOJ, people fired, removed. This will be conducted faithfully and honestly like Mueller. But Hoover has not directly interviewed several witnesses. Therefore, the appointment of Hoover by Sessions, I'm skipping this uh, we've Paul Ryan. But interestingly, if nothing is being done behind the scenes, why are human trafficking arrests surging? Clickbait and opinions versus logical thinking. Are they? Direct. What's the proof? He's probably. We know he's going to prison, guys. Are we hearing that these arrests are any of them on the regular MSM media? Because if you're not hearing it and it's not, is anybody checking the public record to see if these arrests were actually made in the amount of numbers that they're saying? Because you don't, you don't want to have false security, and it's, you know whatever somebody should be checking to see the public records to see if it correlates with how many people they say are being arrested and where that might be helpful. know that we already know it um 2511 oh, okay. we'll click on this and see what it is uh looks like a bunch of names oh my word so kevin kleinsmith uh charles newman wedding Trisha Anderson, Charles Newman wedding. How do you ensure the prosecuted non-military would receive an impartial, impartial judgment based on rule of law? Think federal judge ruling, obstruction, POTUS granted constitutional authority. How do you ensure appeals to the U.S. Supreme Court are evaluated, evaluated impartially based on the rule of law? Think Justice Kavanaugh, five to four, military law versus criminal law. Um... Uh, military law versus criminal law. Enemy combatant is what they are. How do you navigate uh, around installed blockade? Mueller, designed to take in evidence needed to expose uh, deep state. 
DOJ blocking, uh, referencing Mueller evidence ongoing investigation. Um, so the DOJ is trying to block, right? Mueller designed to limit POTUS ability to maneuver. Mueller designed to fall for time, uh, stall for time until midterm elections to terminate all House and Senate ongoing investigations. Mueller designed to safeguard Democrat Party base. False narrative is Russia collusion, POTUS cheated, evil sky falling. Uh, in effort to divide and mobilize for future protests, riots, threats, and violence, false flags, etc. Mueller designed to provide fake news with ammunition to sway public opinion, obstruct foreign and domestic agenda, fuel impeachment, removal, fuel anti-POTUS. Uh, so yeah, basically... Um, this is what Mueller was in the, uh, spot for, but is Mueller a gray hat? That's what a lot of people are asking. A ton of people actually. Um, it's a white hat and it got, it's dirty because he's like related to Nazi people. Or who must authorize firing of FBI DOJ officials? Why did McCabe try to testify to take Sessions out? Oh, what was Sessions Senate confirmation vote 52 to 47? No. Uh, number 175 logical thinking versus clickbait. So yeah, use your logical thinking. Do not follow the news um, We see 2512 a Mueller removed via declassification Mueller will face charges uh, Referencing uranium one. He's working to save himself Q. Maybe he's not a gray hat. I don't know I'm not sure at this point. So basically the next post 25 uh, 13 is referenced we cut to the quick. Don't here. focus on China, right? China. Let's go up. So anonymous right here posted yesterday. Post uh, twenty five nineteen from Q says Penn shares picture of himself meeting a SWAT officer with a QAnon. I can't even love it. I love every minute of it. Twitter: The storm is upon us. Status: I believe this is from Joe M. Right. Um, Timberwolf, the gray wolf, Canis lupus, also known as Timberwolf, shares a common ancestry with the domestic dog. State funeral next week. Coincidence. Hmm. Talking about uh, George W. Or excuse me, George H. Bush. So, uh, you know. Her butt. Will Trump butt attend this funeral? Has uh, anybody put that together that his name basically was Butt Walker? Her Probably talking about Barbara, her, but, Walker, Bush. Do you anybody get that? Nobody's getting that. Oh. We all know about uh, you George uh, Bush and uh, leading the CIA to go after John F. Kennedy. Oh. So there's a lot of shady stuff going on with that Bush family. 9/11. Think all everything, right? Just think about think everything. Um, let's go ahead and do a couple news articles very quickly, and then we're going to get into memes. Uh, 16 FBI agents raid home of Clinton Foundation, Uranium One whistleblower. The Clinton Foundation paid to play at the Uranium One scandal. It appears these are two reasons why Robert Mueller was chosen to run offense and defense with the Trump-Russia collusion. Eric Holder, Rod Rosenstein, Robert Mueller, Andrew McCabe, James Kobe, all of these men... Uh, I believe we're going to go to prison for a very, very, very long time. Obama Secretary Clinton, uh, the DOJ, and the FBI intentionally hid the national security risk. My, my, my. Um, so, yeah, you know, uh, on the morning of November 19th, 
16 FBI agents raided the Maryland home of DOJ whistleblower who was in possession of Clinton Foundation and Uranium One documents. The whistleblower came across uh, the devastating um, documents while he was working for an FBI contractor. According to the whistleblower's lawyer, note the order was likely in the works before Jeff Sessions was fired. So, guys, I wonder what we are just going to be... Uh, witnessing here very very soon it's going to be crazy um whistleblowers coming forward was i mean i feel like it's all being fed to the public like people behind the scenes already know what's going on not do they two ex-presidents will die and two will face jail time as divine retribution for criticizing trump see i have a problem with uh Articles that begin like that. Because it's not about Trump. Whether you like him or you don't. It is about what's right. If they committed crime, then they are going to jail for their crimes against America. It, this little ending, retribution for criticizing Trump. Listen, if they ate kids, their butts should be in jail. And if you are a patriot and you're conservative... And you go for that type of pandering and don't understand that it has to be about doing what's right because it's right. And how articles like that, how that looks to people on the left, it looks like it's personal. When they read the title, Mark Taylor, two ex-presidents will die and two will face jail time as divine retribution for criticizing Trump, to a liberal person... That sounds like it's tit for tat. Oh, they're going to go down because they went against Trump, not because they actually committed crimes and they need to go for their crimes. Never, don't fall for that trap. Don't fall for the left versus right thing. Don't fall for it's all about Trump thing. Because if the left, if everybody on all sides cannot understand that these people did wrong no matter what party they were in and they're paying the price because they did wrong, not because of what party they're in or, or you know, personal, uh, like, 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 let's say, uh, us going to war against uh, the Middle East because um, Bush Sr., you know, Bush, Bush Jr. was mad because they dissed his dad or something like that. Do you know how unprofessional, number one, that that is? That the whole nation would go to war over a pe somebody's personal gripe. Like these people, that is giving anybody that is uh, in office the power of being, uh, you know, a dictator. It should not be about that. It should be about justice and about doing what's right. Because that's the only way that people on the left will accept, okay, well, wow, I guess it's finally being reported they really did do wrong and they should be punished regardless of whether I'm in their party or not. When you say, oh, they're going to get in trouble and it's because they went against Trump, that, that's, that's not good, people. People on the right, if you're a real journalist, Kyle Mentalia, whatever who you are, I know you didn't see this Mark Taylor person made the statement. But conservatives need to be very, very careful 
the place where we all agree, most conservatives and uh, liberals that believe in uh, the Most High, we agree on, you know, the, the rules that the Heavenly Father put down. So if we say that somebody is punished because they did something that was, was uh, scripturally and just in terms of human decency wrong, then everybody can get on the same page behind it. But when you just say, oh, oh, it's because of Trump they're going to jail, then they think, oh, they locked them up just because Trump just locked up people that he doesn't like. And that's what they're going to run with. And so any of you that want to say, well, oh, you know, he's about just getting to the bottom of it and solving this crime. If that were the case, then you would do it the most effective way is to say these people are being punished without any kind of uh, bias, without any kind. You would not want that said because you want to make sure that these people cannot escape prosecution. You want to make sure that they cannot say that it is a partisan witch hunt. You don't want, if I'm Trump, I don't want anybody saying that they were, uh, you know, it's divine providence because of what they did to me. No, it's divine providence because of what you did to this country. Because of the people sleeping on the streets and the, the, the coffers that are being robbed blind. It has to be for the right reasons. Conservatives, it's no, we're not like them. Where they're like, you know, oh, we'll win at any cost. You know, because it's about us winning. We're not like that. We're, we're saying, no, you got to go down because what you did was wrong. And we stand up for what's right. You can't let them take you to the dark side. That's all I'm saying is that it's a very, very slippery slope. And I'm actually glad that, that I actually happened to um, click on something like that. That I picked up on that. Anyway, let's go back to what he's saying. Just it's it's very important in 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 your thinking, how you think, why you think. That's very very important. And don't let any kind of mind manipulators, no matter what side they're on, remember that there are people in the government that say that they're on one side. And they are not on the side of justice. They're about keeping the Hegelian dialectic going so that they can stay in power and nobody really gets punished. And the timeline, even though we're being thrown this bone where we're waiting on Gitmo TV and all this kind of stuff, and we're so excited, peeing in the pants, seeing if, you know, JFK, how much gray he's got, or whatever, whatever kind of excitement that you've got going on, understand that if, if we truthers and people that are standing up for the planet actually squeeze this one out and and save the world if that happens it's a very very thin it's like uh two huge masses trying to pass each other in a tight space understand that 5g is going to roll out in january they have, I'm telling you personally, they have the power. I've seen when I go to work 
and I'm doing karaoke, they can change people's minds. They can put suggestions in people's minds. We don't know how strong the mind control is. So while you're sitting there waiting on Gitmo TV or whatever, just understand that that margin for us to make the push for what is right and making sure that it goes down correctly, that margin could be very, very slim. And everything that they do is to buy time. Everything that we see in the news media, the new, we have to understand that it's about the propaganda has been weaponized for money. And so anything that you hear, whether it's something that you like, whether it's something that you don't like, they need a story. That's why I was telling people, don't be so manipulated over, oh, if, if you tend to hear, if something is happening, I don't know if it's happening to other people, but do you ever, you come home, you haven't been exposed to news, and you're somewhere, and suddenly you're exposed to news, right? And then in the next minute, you hear that a crime has been committed, and it's on somebody that's of your exact demographic, or if you've been studying a certain demographic or thinking about a certain demographic, that a horrendous crime happens, I want you to know that that is specifically, that's not an accident. That's not an accident. Whoever is in people's uh consciousness that they're thinking about. I think that these anti-Semitic things that are happening, of course there's anti-Semitism, but there are some false flag events that they, they need to include everybody in these false flag events to make them feel, oh, I'm being attacked. And they did it with black people. Now they're doing it with Jews and they need Jews to feel, oh God, they're coming after us again. So that when people start pointing out that it's the Zionists, it's specific families, Jews are going to be like, oh no, oh no, they're attacking us. No, nobody's attacking you. We're pulling your coat that they're going to use you. They're going to use you so that we can't stop the real culprits. So we can't even call attention to who the real culprits are. There's a very slim amount of time for the human race to make the changes. And so even though I'm calling, it's like a Christmas episode with all these things that sound so great and whatever, understand that we've been chomping at the bit and they knew they have to throw us something. We don't know if it's really substantive. And so we got to always pretend like you're losing. Even if you're, ahead, even if you're at the front of the race and you're running, pretend like you're losing because you never know. You just never know, people. And do not make it about Trump because you will get a false sense of security because your whole uh, perception of the truth movement and whether humanity can be saved will be based on Trump. And if they take him out, which of course would be fake, but it's the fake assassination that the Simpsons predicted. If they take him out, you will be completely demoralized. And without a head, they feel like everybody will just, oh, They'll just come in and everybody will be so hurt. Why do you think that they're comparing him to JFK? 
because they want to get that in your head. They want to, to get that pathos and those emotions running up so that if anything happens to him, you feel exactly like that. And then they can come in and while you're in shock and you're in grief and you're in mourning, you are not going to know what the hell to do. And they're going to move in and do whatever the heck it is that they want to do. I'm telling you now, you may not want to hear it. You may not want to think about it. You may be all the way on the Trump train choking on the Kool-Aid. I love Trump. I He's from my hometown. I sang at one of his weddings. It's fantastic. I think everything that, that he seems to be doing is great. What I'm telling you is that in hunting down people that have done wrong, do not let it appear to be partisan. Make it about the truth and make it about what's right and not about Trump. Because you are giving them something to run with if you do that. I know I'm going to say that and it's going to fall on deaf, deaf ears. And I'm going to see people tweeting, Ah, ah, he did, he did something Trump and that's why he died. You know, I know, there's just people that just, they cannot think, they cannot do, they must follow no matter who it is. They must follow. And if you try to wake them up, you're, you're doing blind following, which is the same thing that the people on the Obama side and on the, the left are doing. We say, why do they follow these people as such criminals? Why? Because it's blind following. But when you say, okay, I'm going to follow who does what's right. I'm going to see how it plays out. I'm going to be detached because the loser of this, if we don't get it absolutely right the first time, is the human race. Trump will not lose anything. Even if they fake kill him, he will go underground. He will live a nice life with his family. You need to wake that up and understand that you are not President Trump. Your fate is not tied in with President Trump. He's in a different, he's going to be safe. He's going to be fine no matter what happens. But if they fake take him out and say, the game is up, we're taking over whatever, what the hell are you going to do? And what are you doing just in case? What's a plan B? Well, I don't want to think about that because I'm on that Trump train and I'm just going to. Well, for your family's sake, how could you be a parent? That's like whoever your minister is in the church saying, well, if there's a storm, uh, just, you know, call me when the storm comes and, and I'll do everything. And then you hear that that person had an accident or something like that. And then you, you didn't make a plan B. You, you tell, tell your friend, well, what's going what's gonna to happen? Well, we were all going to go to the church. Yeah, but the church, church ain't open because, uh, you know, his car blew up and his keys blew up and we can't get into What? What are we going to do? No, you have to have a plan B, a plan C, a plan D, a plan E. Because the number one thing you know is that nothing is what it appears to be. Every time you see that black and white checkerboard, every time you look at Celine Dion's Illuminati clothing, you know that up is down and down is up. Everything has been inverted right in front. It's the opposite of what you think it is. And that's a scary thought for a lot of people. But you better wake it up. I'm saying, of course, I hope it's everything that we want it to be. But you can't, can you take a chance with your life, with your kids' life? Can you afford to be wrong at this point? Can we afford to be wrong? What is the price for being deceived 
if you say that you believe in the Most High and you look at the scriptures, the scriptures say that there's a great deception coming. So if you sit there and go, oh, no, I didn't see any deception. They didn't announce it on TV. Uh, no, these people aren't uh, the opposite gender of what they're saying because, no, it can't be. You know, because I'm looking with my own two eyeballs. First of all, we're living in a virtual world. You need to wake it up. Every, they're going to be, they're already putting things inside the environment where they're changing the brain. And so your perception of things, of this natural world, is, is already different because of the devices. But once they get going with that, like they're, they're experimenting on the terminally ill. Oh, let us flood your body with nanites and, and we'll make it, you know, Wizard of Oz before you leave out of here. And then you'll live on. Your consciousness will live on. What kind of... We cannot be... We cannot be that out of our minds. We can't be that out of our minds. And let me tell you something. I don't care. I don't care if I'm by myself saying that. I don't give a natural crap. Because somebody on this whole planet has to tell the truth. And what... What is the big whoop about telling the truth? Everybody knows it in the back of their mind. They just can't, you know, they don't want to say it because they're scared they're going to be isolated. They're scared they're going to, no one's going to like them. Well, if these people do what they're going to do, you are going to be by yourself because there's not going to be anybody to help you. So why not wake it up now? Why not be a thousand percent? secure and not just on what people in the government say people in the government have been saying a lot of stuff for a long time and whatever just because robert david Steele says trump's fart is gonna knock out xyz i'm sorry Uh, every single second every single second you have to earn my attention my respect you have to earn my trust Every single second, I don't care who you are, be no respecter of men. That's in the Bible. And you guys got to understand that the discernment that we're supposed to develop is the discernment that, that Jesus taught and that Jesus had. Whether you think he was a literal figure or not, the point is that he had an independent thinking mind. He didn't just go along to get along. And if you're talking about, oh, I'm waiting on him. I'm going to be just like him. You, if Unless you're willing to think uncomfortable thoughts, you, you're nothing like black Jesus, white Jesus, no Jesus. If you can't stand up for what's right, because that's the test. And that's the mark, the, the mark of the beast is... If you can't, you know, if you've got to be like the herd, the beasts. So it's about having singularity of mind. Because we we know that, you know, Satan is the ruler of this planet. So if you're going along with this planet, you can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm for God. I'm for God. Yeah, no, but you're worshiping Satan. And it's not about me and what I believe. Every single one of us is going to give an account. And if you go for the okie doke 
and you don't think everything through, first of all, what is the harm in thinking everything through? What is the harm in having preparation every which way? If you have so much faith in your plan and the people that you choose to follow, if you have so much faith, then having a backup plan and saying, what else can we do? That, that should not uh, upset you. The only people it upsets are the people that have no other plan. They, have, they don't know and they don't want it. They don't have the courage to think of any other solutions. And you better be straight in your head that these times, 2019, that we're going into the number one requirement of survival is going to be courage. And you can't just assume that everybody that appears to be, you know, you, you see them in a comfortability of a studio, whether it's a home studio or, you know, a professional studio, and they're talking all big and they're talking whatever, whatever. When the stuff goes down, when an EMP attacks, do those people have places to go that you don't even know about? I mean, I hate to say it like that. In the Bible, it says parents will be eating children. Children will, you know, it's going to be this one with that one, this one with that one. Do you think the Bible said that if it isn't true? That's telling you. Be not a respecter of persons. Do not trust. Do not trust that, that your so-and-so is going to know what to do or is going to be reliable or is going to come through. You have to have a personal relationship with the Most High, Yahuwah, and I'm going to say his name because you're still running around calling him God, and you, you better understand that if you're trying to incur a favor, maybe you might want to take the time to call him by his right name, just not whatever, oh, well, this is how I say it in my language. Yeah, but do you speak his language? Because when it comes down to it, it's going to be, can you speak his language? Are you living according to his language? That's what it's going to come down to. And I, I, I don't care if this makes you happy that I'm saying it. They all know that it's true. The, the Satanists know that this is true. And they know somebody's going to say it. But they know that you're brain dead. It doesn't matter if I say it. Because all people, people have faith in man. People will put their faith in a man like President Trump over their own uh, savior. And they even put Jesus over the creator. The Bible never told you to do that. And the thing is, they're going to have all kinds of figures popping from out of and it's Sadananda. Uh, Maitreya, White Jesus. They're going to have all kinds of characters popping out in the virtual world in the LED screen. You're going to see clouds moving and got faces and telling you, you must worship me, bow down, eat these nanites, take these pills, cut your junk off. They're gonna, it's coming. And you know that it's coming. But you are pretending like we're living in 1984, the 1984 that was. 
where you think that things take time and that they work themselves out and we'll just see how it plays out. No, you got to understand that that clock it is it, changed. Time is speeding up. Okay. And they, they have technology. I'm not giving them all the power. I really am not. I'm saying to you that you need to understand that the, the time that we're in, it, this, this is it. This is the test right now. And it's exciting. It's fantastic. Cause this is, this could be the hour of our liberation. We don't know when he's going to come. But do not be deceived. He says that his people are deceived for lack of knowledge. And why aren't they getting the knowledge? Because they're not looking for it. And they won't listen. They won't listen if it's out of the box of their thinking and they're too afraid. Now is the time for us to have faith. This is the faith that we're learning. This is the, the development of what we're believing, not not age of Pisces, or we believe it because our parents told us or because we went to Sunday school and they told us every day for 10 years. No, we know it because we've searched the spirits. We've read the words. We've got it written on the inside of our hearts. We, we've put it into action. We've walked on water because we had to. This is the real test, and it's happening, and Trump has nothing to do with it. I hate to tell you, no man has anything to do with it. This is spiritual. It is above us all. What we have, there's a difference between confidence and faith. What we have is we have confidence. You have confidence that your president is an upstanding person and he's going to do his best, blah, blah, blah. So you feel confident in that, but you have faith. In the one who made you. Because he's the supreme power. Don't get it twisted. Even in the Catholic Church. We've been taught. Oh this saint will intercede. And Mary will intercede. And Jesus. No. Have no other gods before me. And we need to understand. I went through this history with you guys. That what happened is. That when the Romans tried to subdue. The Jews. The Jews would not worship their figurines. The Jews would not uh, change their customs. And um, they wanted to worship Baal at the same time as worshiping Yahuwah. And so they kind of merged the two together so that the people wouldn't have to give up loving other gods. But all of the, the trials and tribulations and hardships that the Jews have been through, the people of of God, all those trials were because they were worshiping false gods. And he said, if my people will return to me, will repent and forsake those ways, then they will be blessed and they will go into the land and they will receive their inheritance. So the main reason that this punishment that the United States and the world is facing is because we're worshiping false gods. Anybody that is not the most high, if you're worshiping them, you are not worshiping Yahuwah. You are not worshiping the creator. And I don't care if you like it. 
If this person's name is in your mouth, if their picture's on your wall, if you're wearing their clothing, if you're singing their songs, whoever the heck it is, if you're watching their politics and you're watching it and, and it's and it's you're getting more uh, reiteration of them than you are of the Most High, then you need to look again at who you're following. I hope that anybody that sees my stuff, you get you get in Yahuwah, you know, 80, 90 percent of the time. Uh, these all these other characters are insulary. They're just they're just a part of, you know, as I'm I'm trying to, you know, serve him. I'm going to be talking to you about that. You're not going to hear me talking about myself for hours and hours of time. I'm talking about him. I'm talking about his kids. I'm talking about the right mindset, his mindset. Snatch your minds back. Snatch your minds back. If you got let a politician snatch your mind, because men will fail you. Women will fail you. All people will fail you. People in your family will fail you. But when, when it gets hard, all you have and you get on your knees, you have the Father. That's what you have. So why not get to know him now and know how to, how to manifest what you ask of him now? I'm telling you people, be very careful, even Christians. The way that some of this right-wing stuff is written is to keep you in the Hegelian dialectic against the Democrats. It's not, they are our fellow human beings. And they, this just stuff that they do not know. We're living in two Americas where what is known as truth on one side is absolutely, nobody on the other side has a clue. And if we don't merge that gap, then we're going to have a real problem because even if these people go to jail, they're going to say, oh, it's, it's a Trump personal thing. You don't want them to say that. You want to say no. They're in jail because what they did was wrong. And it doesn't matter what party they are. And, and that, that kind of objectivity is exactly what is required. Boy, and they're just leaking it. A slow drip to us watching the cabal uh, squirm, right? Mark Taylor, please follow him on Twitter, says, Mark Taylor, this is back in 2017. Uh, two ex-presidents will die and two will face jail time as divine uh, retribution for criticizing, criticizing of Trump. Mark Taylor, the firefighter, prophet, and right-wing conspiracy theorist, gotta say it, I guess, who claims that God told him that Donald Trump would become the president years ago. See, that's a very Bush, dangerous got... thing. Don't read into that, people. Daddy Bush. I can't even... $1,000 to make an hour speech in Russia. He also receives $50 million from Putin after allowing Russia to control 20% of U.S. uranium used to make nuclear weapons. We got to go after Trump, right? Oh, wait a minute. Oops, my mistake. Correction, that was Hillary and Bill Clinton. Guess who is being investigated for the Russian collusion? Trump. So, bye-bye. That's all I'm going to say. Many insiders believe military tribunals for deep state will happen at any time now. Why don't we all know that? Why is it only a handful of people? I'm sorry I got to ask the question. Until we see it reported on mainstream media, you cannot say that it's real. It's not real. I'm about Q, about the plan, about the whole thing. Pain coming. Absolutely, guys. I wanted to read some more threads. On Hannity on Fox News. Something big better happen tomorrow. These people are going to look ridiculous. 
uh, enjoy. Don't be too quick to think Q is mad or uh, this was a screw up. It could be precisely what Q wants them to think so they misjudge the timing of their false flags. The plan has been meticulous from day one. I'm just saying laser pointer. So yeah, very meticulous, very uh, strategic. So they steal the house with rampant election fraud while we monitored their every move. Then we immediately expose the fraud. Now voter ID laws get passed unobstructed in the Senate, killing them stone dead. This is the official, this is officially the last election the Democrats will ever win. I agree because they can't win unless they cheat. This is from Anonymous. What if Russians helped U.S. military and trap bad actors by buying U.S. uranium through HRC and bad actors figuring they were entrapped by Russia? Um, but can't admit the truth cause the truth will incriminate themselves. Therefore, needed to cover this up, stealing election, further incriminating. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what I'm thinking. Russia helped us. They definitely helped set everything up. This is, you know, Vladimir Putin and uh, Donald Trump trolling the world, right? I love it. We hope so. So we see here another uh, tweet. We hope so, but our faith is in the most high that the most high will work through these men and men that are truly putting the lord first will say don't listen to me i'm just doing what's right i'm just doing what the father would want that's what somebody that has surrendered themselves would say went over this is out fake news were reacting to the devastating photo of the swat officer that q just posted um yeah, guys, you know, it's all over the place. So they're going to try and uh, shut this. Probably going to be another retaliation, another wave of Q bashing. You know, don't, don't, these people are uh, deranged. They're unhinged. Don't trust them. They're conspiracy theorists, but we know. Uh, you know, it's not even about that. It should be about the information. It shouldn't be about whether I trust you, whether I like you, whether I think you're, you know, intense or not. What is the value of the information? The reason why people, if they look at you shady or don't have respect, it's because they do not see the impartiality. Make sure that you show that it's not about being in a fan club, that it's about this is what really happened. Then guess what? You don't have to defend anything. You don't have to defend anything because the truth speaks for itself. That's right. They're all dropping it. Q might start busting out like the Florida rally. That would be great. Q all over the place again. So, um, you know, this is the picture that we were talking about earlier. Uh, Sheriff Sergeant M. Patton, you know, SWAT team. And uh, he's got the Q emblem. Sorry, this is early this morning. Um, here we go. This is another one. Stu SVRK. I like this uh, tweet. What is going, what's it going to take to nail the Clintons? Campbell and Kane, known whistleblowers, and now a third one to be named on Monday. Three strikes is a concept everyone understands. You are done, Clinton Foundation. Oh, I'm so stoked about it. And yes, George H.W. They could simply call their operation something else. Don't pee in your pants over it. Uh, Bush passed away. Um, bet it's a closed casket. You want to bet me? Let's do it. Um, do you know what 
I realized, guys, you know, at first I was like, they just want to hoard all this money and they're just greedy and they just want to live like kings and they just want to be worshipped, you know. And now I see, because you say, how much money is enough, you know? How much more does Hillary and these people need? They were already born rich. And the point is, it's not about how much they have. It's about how much you have. They want to make sure that the people don't have control of their own lives. You know, what they were saying is nobody's going to own anything. That's what the Pope wants and all that kind of stuff. In all this confusion, we still are not hearing much about the Jesuits and uh, the Catholic Church or anybody being brought to justice other than paying out money, which they just print more money. So all I'm saying is, when you think everything is being done, are you? do you really have your finger on what's really going on? Are you really doing anything to stop the real criminals? How are the criminals connected? Because if you just get one faction and you don't get the whole snake, you're just cutting off one part of the snake. Just some food for thought. said, I believe we are at the precipice. I really believe that. I believe Monday is going to be huge. Are we going to see the Clintons go down? Are we going to see the domino effect in public time, right? In real time. Um, I believe this is going on behind the scenes. I believe it is going to be pushed into the mainstream media. And that is it for the corrupted mainstream media. That is well, Monday came and went. I don't see anything yet. But, you know, we'll keep praying. You gotta keep the faith, but we gotta be right. You gotta do it the right way. Not at any cost, but do it the right way. Because we know if we don't do it the right way, then it's then that's gonna cost. But don't stop believing and make sure you're actually doing doing things. Do things. Live your live every second of your life. I mean, I'm working, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job, which is, you know, communications, using music, using words, using poetry, using uh, storytelling. I'm doing my job and I, it's exhilarating because I'm, I'm stretching myself in ways that I never, ever have. But really, enjoy. Enjoy your whole holidays. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Smile in the face of any fears that you have. And, and we're going we're gonna to have, I'm going to have another segment where we just go through the Psalms and the Proverbs. I said I was feeling uh, some type of way yesterday. And I just started saying it. I didn't need to say it a thousand times. I said it once, put it in my heart, and I, and I, could, I could function. So keep the faith, y'all, and do things for the right reason. Kyla Powers Radio.